0: And welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. Unfortunately, Matt Murray can't be here tonight, but fortunately, Sean Labode can. Hello, Sean. Hello. Thank you for having me back. This is the fourth time. This is amazing. This is the fourth time, right? Fourth hey, time. Sorry, for starters, I thought it was more than that. Secondly, <laughs> I'm absolutely disgusted with us because um, before we were recording, you said that this is the like f- you haven't been on in over a year. Yeah, the last
1: time that I came, not- I had lots of cocktails on a tray. Um, I remember. Like, yeah,
2: but Dave's right, that's that's not on. Because what's awful is obviously yeah. whenever we need a guest, like your name comes up and we sort of think, Oh no, he has been on recently, he won't want to do it again. <laughs> no no oh no, it's been like yeah, eighteen months, So Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what do you do? Were you sitting there just going oh uh, just those wankers, <laughs> those those absolute because the the same thing
2: happens with Sarah as well and again I imagine her sitting at home being like send me a fucking microphone what's going (laughs) on
1: (laughs) honestly it's just lovely to just have my Monday nights dedicated to watching this live so honestly there's no negativity that's nice
0: but I don't believe you I, I think you
1: legitimately sent an email to the
0: independent podcast awards and said you know what This apocalypse players podcast is the one. (laughs) Well, were you engaged by the sound effects? Was that it? Is you part of that (laughs) panel that chose them over us? Yeah. <laughs> twice. We weren't <laughs> up against them the second time. It's hard. We could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Next year. <laughs> uh, we'd like to start the show by thanking our Patreon producers for this month. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights to Human Rights, Dave burger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Rocketman76, Grey Dragon Claw, Smooth Monkey, Colin Smith, Richard Sawyer, John Tempelli. Jackie Sniper, Gordon Garrow, safe as records, Sam Higdon, Tom S, Ryan Cobain, Yul McCall, Stan, Philip with an F and Fred Fenge, the Nels crew. They're all here. And they're all waving at you saying... Yeah, yeah, you enjoy us and celebrate us because we're the only reason this podcast is going, boy. And you're absolutely right, Full Nelson Crew. We appreciate you. If you would like to support the show, then please go to Patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Um, there is all sorts of tears, aren't there, Sean? There's tears for there podcasts, is. aren't there? Yeah, not you. talking to Sean um, <laughs> Okay, sorry. Video, video stuff on Patreon. That's good, isn't it? We do that, Sean, don't we? Yes. I'll talk to you, Sean Bell. Come on, <laughs> come on let's... We did. We, we did it last week, and this. it was a good
2: time. It well, well, initially, it might not have been. We were worried, and
0: then it improved, swear, didn't it? It, <laughs> it did, yeah. It's worth it. It, it. If you're outside up to that tier, it's worth watching it to the end, because the last minute of that stream was quite funny.
3: <laughs> i we I
4: felt quite uh, ill. Unexpectedly
0: abrupt. Oh,
4: after that stream, I felt quite ill. Oh, right. Okay. Why yeah. is that? Why is that? Because of the food. Cause just kept...
0: Oh, cause oh it, yeah, right, because yeah, yeah. he was just finding scraps of food. This is the thing. James is foraging in his own house. Game, when we stream a game, we're not just playing the game. We're You're getting to see what our lives are like. And I'll tell you what James's life was like. He started off... Not wanting to be there Just didn't want to be on That's the stream That's not true That's absolutely not true It is absolutely I ran up, true I ran up
4: three flights of stairs for that
0: oh. You started the stream by going Well if you'd have waited for me to turn my mic on I would have said don't go live yet <laughs> We have already late Right <laughs> Then you started finding leftovers around the house And just eating it no, going, just well, don't know what that that Okay look
4: you're making that sound Popping way worse than it was It was leftovers on the table behind me <laughs> right. I, I don't <laughs> think don't that really helps <laughs> Yeah do.
0: oh, Sorry how's that way worse How have I made no, that the way you sound-
4: Okay you're saying like You know I found it around the house It's like I was going around Like finding it Going like, through the vents On the floor yeah. In the bathroom <laughs> And stuff like that There was a little
0: bit of pottering I did see a bit of pottering In the background You didn't go straight for the table I see you just like Pottering about In the background I Looking for look. I saw On the it. other tables As well in the room um, you know. And you know Unsurprisingly His character in the game Was throwing up All the way through <laughs> it um but yeah, so patreon.com forward slash TCGS if you want to support the show. We really do appreciate it. There are some key dates to go oh over. God. And we thought we'd lay out uh what we've got coming up. Uh because we're gonna take a bit of a break this year. I mean we always do, a uh, couple of weeks off over Christmas. Um but fear not, because we've got the bonus show. We're recording that on the sixth, hopefully, so that should be out shortly afterwards, and then shortly after that, the ninth, we're doing our Patreon video. So that'll be there. But here's what you really want to hear about Monday the 11th is the first of our big shows in December because Monday the 11th we are recording which is what 2 weeks time mm-hmm. we are recording the Gotti draft show and that will be with you on Wednesday the 13th of December then on Saturday the 16th of December we're recording the Gotti show and that will be with you on Wednesday the 20th of December and that won't we, be, officially... we won't be
2: doing that on Twitch right
0: that will not be on Twitch we will not have our cameras on that is we do that with that look what's up james
4: um, i all right. sorry i thought i've made a mistake with scheduling but i haven't it's fine
3: <laughs> oh my god my mom's...
0: wait go. for those of you watching the video james just looked like held his head chest as if he was thinking <laughs> um, what did you think what was going through your mind there
4: i thought i must double book myself um, but it turns out i haven't so it's fine well it's you, would, right.
0: have have yeah. you yeah. would have had to have cancelled the have other have thing yeah you would have had to have cancelled You have to take
4: first place once <laughs> once this year, <laughs> once <don't you? laughs> a year, once a year, and it's got to be our most important. <laughs> but no, it's all fine. It's fine.
0: I was I was sitting there um, today, just thinking, "Oh my god, this year's Gotti show." I don't know. I feel like I'm done, and feel like I don't want to do any more gaming prep for that show. Mm. Um, and I'll, I might explain a bit of that later, actually. But I'm. I feel that like I've done enough gaming to support my arguments on that show and i am already worried about what sort of deals are being made cuz i'll be honest with you this has been the quietest it's been between us for in terms of um deals and schemes and everything so i'm a little bit worried that maybe that's all still going ahead i'm just not in the magic circle <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, i've not been invited in so uh, i don't I'm a yeah, bit yeah but i think like that.
2: again like because we you know we were saying because it's been such a good year I genuinely don't know where you guys are in terms of, like, obviously I know which games you've enjoyed, but I don't know what you're going to put sure. in. I don't know if there's like one you're specifically rooting for. Right. But, yeah,
0: well, we've got we got a bit of feedback about that exact subject, so yeah. I'll, I'll I'll talk about that in a bit before before we get to feedback. Um, I, we would like to say um, that I got a message today saying that it was a a a long time fan of the show, Carlos Hickman's birthday hey. today. Um, so by the time you're hearing this it's two days late but um, happy birthday Carlos uh, big round of applause for Carlos please happy Woo! birthday happy birthday uh, we hope you had a good one two days ago and also we had another bit of uh, feedback from an old friend <laughs> <laughs> Sean Pewter Games has uh, messaged in and um, if you don't know who Sean Pewter Games was um, Sean Pewter Games lost. used to get in, in in touch with the show regularly with re- like Severely edited um, clips of Usually of James Farley saying something dirty Well, um, Shamputer Games has come out of retirement now And has sent us this So um, we hope you enjoy the latest cut From the Shamputer Games library Goes, please please never go away again
3: yeah <laughs> stay with us and James Absolutely doesn't look brilliant. thrilled
4: oh, no James f- flattered obviously um you yeah. know it sounded brilliant yeah um, okay. sarcasm Very good, good. Mm.
0: okay all right R- really good. um
4: look we're, we're always open
0: to some computer games clips so <laughs> you're right you're you're right Sean
1: <laughs> it's just it's so normal now isn't it like all of this madness as a listener is just like you just expect it I'm still surprised every year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Should we get to the feedback uh, from last week's show,
1: uh, Sean?
2: Yeah, what, on, what, what
0: did the listeners think of? it? They all love it, did they?
2: They did. Uh, Nathan says, 10 to 15 minutes into last week's show, you guys were talking about the Game of the Year shows, and Sean mentioned there was a game he really wanted to win the 2023 award, and he'd probably be pissed off if it didn't. Now, am I right in assuming that the other three all quietly thought to yourselves that you'd like to find out the name of the game Sean was referencing, because it would be funny to
0: fuck him over? <laughs> no, I'll, no. I tell you why I went quiet. I know exactly what the game is. Okay. I know. I one hundred percent know th- what the game is, mm. and I know that Sean's thinking now. No, he doesn't. But I do. No.
2: I, do. I, I because, mean, as soon as I said it, I thought,
0: why? Why did
2: I say that? No, That's... right. Yeah. You showed <laughs> your hat. Yeah. I have I know, no idea I, what I, it is.
0: Oh yes, you do, James. <laughs> if you really look inside your heart, you know what game Sean is going to try and push to be game of the year. It's like. I, at first, I was like, I wonder what that... Oh, of course. Like, that, that was my reaction. Like. Um, for, I don't know for, if I want for a fee? to. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do Yeah, I don't know if I want to because that might put me at a disadvantage. How would it mm. put you at a disadvantage? Sean knows what I mean, but because you don't know what game it is, James, you don't know what I mean, so <laughs> I don't want to... And I... Right? Now I'm starting to worry... That Sean has told you And this is all acting James Because you're shit at acting and It's I can really te- not. Look at your face I mean, it's-
4: <laughs> Look at it's your really face
0: not. It's really not J- James yeah. Has Sean got in touch with you About what game he wants To be game of the year Look at him Look at his face <laughs> Look at him You fu- You horrible I am outside the magic circle <laughs> I love the way It's so easy To wind you up Dave It's so good I'm, I'm you're not saying a say thing. Glass houses, James. Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly.
4: It's like, I'm not you're saying a thing. A stone in that. I, mean, <laughs> okay. I, I genuinely have no idea what it is. I mean, I guess I okay. just need to Google Indie Games 2023, don't I? And no, you don't. <laughs> really sure, you don't. Well, who,
2: who knows what's an indie game anymore? We'll cover that in a bit. Oh.
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> right. Ricardo. What... Wait, wait, hold oh, on, sorry. before we move on um, Mr. DeBode Hello. Can, can, can I call you that? <laughs> you can call me whatever you want today <laughs> Okay, thanks <laughs> If you were on the gaming draft Right, yep. and your name gets pulled out First, yep. what would your What would your first choice be?
1: Honestly? Yeah. Honestly No, no. Honestly. actually not honestly okay, not Honestly, <laughs> <I won't laughs> honestly no. tactically No, right, I, I <laughs> It's it's tough, and I'm not I'm not just pulling a fast one. Like this year has been, it's going to be very tough. A lot of game of the year mm-hmm. uh, choices, and I kind of still feel a bit guilty that like, a lot of the companies have kind of you know got rid of their stars. I'm like, yeah. we want yeah, to celebrate, horrible, yeah. but at the same time, feel really right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna feel weird watching the game awards and seeing how the draft plays out because it's it is a celebration. Mm-hmm. um If I wanted to. Tell you my honest truth, I would happily say you know Spider Man Two has a, a big place in my heart for that. But at the same time, it's like the poor industry. Like I feel, uh, mm. it's, yeah, it's mixed. It's mixed. But
0: I think, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I mean, we're always going to celebrate the games that we fell in love with this year, as like consumers more than anything, because yeah. that's what we are. We are like, you know, we're not, we're not in the industry. We're not part of. you. We're never going to be in the industry. We don't want to be anyway. Um, I mean, we're Matt's, not in the industry. Well, sort he of. sends a few tweets. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. does, does, does a bit of photoshop and
2: stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh god i upset so many of our listeners when i say that um and <laughs> uh, no I, I like we're not when, when i say in the industry i mean from a sort of journalistic point yeah, of yeah, view yeah, like yeah. we're not we're, we you know we're fans this is a fanzine essentially and that's why you know that's what, what always irritates me leading up to game of the year really the amount of people that are going well they didn't play this and i just want to go but we didn't want to yeah. Like, well, you should cover everything. No, we shouldn't. we we like we just play the games, you know. Like we, yeah, we've like it's one thing. This. this is not a full time job.
2: Yeah, it's one thing. I think I've said this before. It's one thing when someone gets in touch and they're like, "Please, I think you would really like this." Like, I, re- I really think we right. should try it for Game of the Year. But then there's that, and then there's why haven't you played this year's
0: Assassin's Creed? That's usually the one we get. <laughs> <laughs> right, but then you've got to say, like, honestly, it it's we should look at that that's a little bit bit flattering right that they hold us to the standards of a like a it full-time is, proper yeah. uh, media outlet like that's the, you know but it's also as hating as fuck um, so <laughs> we, we, um, yeah it's um uh i know what you're saying like because we're, we like we want to celebrate the games we've played and i'd hope that people would understand that it's slightly different to like a big stage performance that is you know have has money like streamed through it um and we just want want to talk about the games that we fucking love but it, there is that shadow over this year right mm. you're absolutely right you know we've had games that we've loved but the news that's been consi- and it's been so consistent with just like gut punches, especially the past month or two. Mm -hmm. It's just been shit news after shit news. And you do worry what this, what, what this whole industry is going to look like in two to three years time. Mm. Um, But yeah, hopefully if anyone was affected by that, then, you know, you're doing all right now and leading into what is quite an emotional time of year anyway. Like we, we hope that you get settled as soon as possible. Mm. Um, Should we get to the next bit of feedback? Ricky
2: Ricardo Says so feedback for James about Super Mario RPG remake. While it is a Square-based RPG, the game isn't overly long. A completionist run should take you about twenty hours, which is significantly shorter than the majority of Square RPGs of the era. Well, that's
4: good. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, didn't you play? Didn't you play the game when it first came out?
4: No, I didn't. know. it was. Uh, it, it, it was the tail end of the supernez, wasn't it? So I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, like I didn't, I couldn't afford it at the time because it was ridiculous. The super NES? Well, the SNES, Snes, whatever you want to call it. I don't, 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 let's do this. Come on, um, Let, don't let's do this. No, uh, I
0: kind of want to do this. Mm. Why? Why do you call it the SuperNez? I don't know. I mean, Supernes, the, the Snes.
4: What? I don't know. What? What do you call it? Go on. SNES. SNES. Everyone called it the SNES, oh, it's the SNES, There you go. It requires it's SNES, more effort right. to say the super bits,
3: surely, James. <laughs> yeah. um, it's true, it's true say, but, but the it is also
2: Is going mental. It never came out here, James. Did it not
4: come out here? No. Oh, okay. I thought it <laughs> did right at the tail end, but maybe it didn't. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, S- so SNES didn't is what the Americans say, isn't it? They call it the SNES, and mm. they find it weird when we call it SNES, but I've mm. never heard of the super NES. Like that is, that's that's uh, but then the real okay.
2: outlier is people who call it the SNES. Have you ever heard that? Uh, so it's a rare one, yeah. But, but I'm okay with that, I'd you? rather
0: that than the Super NES, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not a superhero. <laughs> um, okay, go on.
2: Adam C, the C stands for <laughs> correct. Correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so as David says the chase featured four chasers, actually, it features six. These are the, the Beast, <laughs> the Governess, the Dark Destroyer, the Vixen, the Cinnamon, and the Menace. If James were a chaser, what would, ali- what would his alias be? Maybe the professor. I think the doctor.
0: And didn't, yeah. <laughs> the the doctor, uninterested. Yeah. <laughs> the unavailable
4: this week. I think disinterested. Yeah, that would be, un- be uninvested. Who's yeah. <laughs> got the yeah. Sinner
0: Man? That is the worst one. Well, his well, name, his name's
2: Paul Sinner. Oh. Right, Sinner Man. but
0: have a different Not surname good. then. The <laughs> Sinner Man it's not quite good i, mean,
3: I like it Rubbish. okay
0: all cool. right um so, <laughs> alex
2: 79 <laughs> says hello again i mentioned this on twitter a while back but i've heard you talk about it on the show since then saying you wish you'd played arcade paradise last year so it could have been entered into the game of the year 2022 show so i just wanted to say it again arcade paradise can totally be entered into the game of the year 2023 it was released for console in january this year thanks bye Sadly incorrect, Alex. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was. It came I'm out for everything. Say that came is out that for that everything coming? in
2: like October last year, and then was it? It was like June this year. Came out on Game Pass. Um,
0: oh, that counts then. Oh my! Well, this is it. I mean, oh, we've
2: never we've said God. for years now. We're not particularly
4: fussy about this stuff, as long as it's, it's also. You can say Game Pass is a platform. There you go. Microsoft want it to be.
0: So yeah. Well, not. this is it.
4: Look, it's
0: you. You can nominate anything, right? That's the Mm -hmm. new rule. You can nominate anything, but you have to be able to argue why it should be game of the year, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that's where we've settled on. Mm -hmm. Like, we used to be really strict with that, and then looking back, maybe, you know, we'll tweak things slightly. Man, Arcade Paradise, that was just probably my favourite game of the year that I played. But I don't know if I've got it in me to nominate it. I don't know Mm. if I can allow a 2022 game to be 2023 game of the year it's your...
1: shit isn't it sorry i honestly oh, when did your cutoff officially happen like some folks have it around november May well we or... don't
2: officially have one
0: so
1: maybe not anymore basically what what kept
2: happening what we kept getting annoyed at ourselves for was there were there were games that we missed so like hollow Knight was the big one wasn't it that was so we ruled like you know because it came out on switch much later than it came out on PC. And that was when it had its real sort of moment, right? And that's when we played it. But then we were like, oh, well, but we can't nominate it because it came out last year. And then obviously end of the year, everyone's like where the fuck was was hollow Knight in your game of the year list this is bullshit And we're like and we're yeah like, it sort well, of came out on pc
0: last year so it doesn't count right and it was like yeah it kind of ruined so, it a bit right us,
2: it basically came out this year right?
0: yeah <laughs> so, yeah so it's not yeah. so
2: much like oh it's just, it's a free for all it's just there are those cases where it's like yeah technically it came out last year but it arrived in our lives this year so we want to make some space for it um i don't know
0: and then there's a discussion to be had like say for example wordle wordle was out way before it blew up mm. and i almost nominated that last year i think it mm. was on my list and i just thought actually having that argument like you know having that argument on the show is better than not having that argument on yeah. the show you mm. know what i mean like so so yeah like yeah, even so if we've gone ahead with this even if in terms thing.
2: of the game of the year arguments you're, you're essentially sending it out to die it's still just that like no i want to make time to talk about how good this was that I played this year, yeah, even totally. if it didn't technically come out. You know,
1: yeah. I, want, I totally. want to see if there's a grey area where the best version came out on one year and then the really bad ports came out the following year and you're trying to argue <laughs> like the Switch <laughs> version of something even though you don't mean it to be. Yeah,
0: yeah. It'll, It'll happen. One yeah. There minute. will be situations like that at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you, the problem is the riskier you are, the riskier you are with those rules... Like, if I was to um, nominate Arcade Paradise this year, the fear would be that it wouldn't even go into the hat, that that would be the one that dropped because literally it come out in mm. 2022. Like, there's yeah. no getting around that. So tra- trying to get it in the pot is going to be harder. Oh, God. Mm. I, it, I, do you know what I feel sorry for? The people that don't know what we're talking about, the people <laughs> that started listening to us this year mm-hmm. and are going, well, what are they, why are they talking about their Game of the Year show so much? Trust me. It's going to be wild when it comes out and you don't know what we're talking like if you don't know what we're talking about this is you just prepare for one of the most argumentative shows you've ever <laughs> heard in your life it's uh, it gets heated it gets heated but I think it's Should also like in
2: bit? sort of successive years we we've, we've become more and more conscious of the fact that for whatever reason <laughs> that game of the year show gets like double the downloads of any other show as well. So it's,
0: yeah, it's really wild, isn't it? Yeah, um, we get, we get, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and like obviously which, we try not you know, to
2: be too mindful of that stuff, but it does, does
0: intrude on thoughts, the old doesn't old it? <laughs> yeah. Especially if we get double the amount of listeners we got this year. What mama? <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. Sorry.
2: The next feedback comes from Hank. Uh, it says, uh, in-house game Goodbye. streaming and also what is time? hello this is the first time i've ever emailed the podcast so please be gentle right all goes a bit funny here so please be gentle (laughs) two-part email here the first part is related to related to why i enjoy your podcast so hello this is the first time i've ever emailed the podcast so please be gentle (laughs) two-part email here the first part is related to why i enjoy your podcast so much as a 40 year old dad with a full-time job uh it's because he asked me to be gentle and i've done anything but haven't i I mean, Um, you could have just uh, edited it down. I could have, but you you all said just read it out exactly as it's... Yeah, we want the experience. We want the full experience of
0: Hank. Hank.
2: Um, As a 40-year-old dad with a full-time job, finding time to play games is hard. I'm sure this is surprising to no one. That's why I really love hearing you guys talk about what seems to be one to three new, finished, 40-plus-hour games every week. And you also make a (laughs) podcast, and you often talk about going back to old faithfuls like FIFA and other stuff. How is this possible? Any tips about dark time travel magic? Welcome. (laughs) Secondly, I wanted to say I really like your discussion about the portal. As a Steam Deck user, I have no problem understanding why this makes sense as as a device. Had my gaming machine been a PS5 instead of a PC, this would have been the perfect thing. I also wanted to share a tip that I haven't really heard much talk about for any other PC users like me. uh, Sorry, that like me don't want to spend time gaming at their desk. This goes primarily for typical mouse and keyboard, and even more for mouse-only games. Bald Escape 3, for example, would be great for this. I haven't played it yet. See first part of email, but played the first half this. He's building, up to
3: this, <laughs> he? He's building up to this,
2: isn't he? He's building up to this. What? He's building
0: up to Is this <laughs> big tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's been a whole load of pretext here. Two
2: bullet points. One, large tablet with keyboard cover and Bluetooth mouse. <laughs> bullet point two, moonlight game streaming for Android in my case. This works so well. Between this and my Steam Deck, I think I will never sit at my desk for gaming again. It really is so much more comfy than using a laptop the same way. Thank you for the pods. You really make doing the dishes a highlight. All the best. Hank from Norway. Not my real name, but you know
0: how it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you chose a good one. There's no better name than Hank. No, I, I've always... said, I wanted to call my firstborn oh, Hank. Oh, yeah, you did. I wanted did, to yeah, call yeah. my firstborn Hank, and Joe was I'm not having any of it. <laughs> Hank Turner. What a name. Um... um yeah, the old uh, streaming PC stuff to
2: a tablet. Um I never really done it properly and I probably should have, I mean, I got the deck now so that's fine. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's very doable. But The
0: deck streams from PC, right? Straight straight to the yeah, deck. Yeah, it's it? like
2: completely because obviously it's all within Steam, so if your PC's on and logged into Steam, you just you look at. So like when I was playing Miles Morales for example last Christmas, so I had it installed on the deck and on my PC. So whenever I went to launch it on the deck, it was just like, "Oh, did you want to run it here or stream it?" Um, which was cool because it meant I could play it on the telly in the living room, but with all the bells and whistles of the you know. And it would run on my better, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, It's nice. Ah,
0: cool. Um. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So the where do we find the time to do all this stuff? We we don't have social lives at all. Are yeah,
4: we? that's basically it. Yeah, not really. I don't really go out and
0: see anyone or do anything. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's pretty much it, really. That's what we do instead. Because <laughs> I mean, like, you know, when you, when you start talking about
2: doing the Little League stuff. And yeah. You know, so that's like, well, at least one night a week, right? Plus. Yeah, at
0: least, Yeah. yeah. And to me, that's like,
2: fuck, no chance. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm... I don't know if I'm going to do it again next year. (laughs) I'm about that life, to be honest with you. It's getting quite intense. The whole thing. I'm not ready to go into it yet, but it's been... uh, been (laughs) I've got some stories. (laughs) It's
2: like when we, you know, when we sack off like me or James are supposed to be streaming, and we don't bother spoilers for the end of the uh, show. By the way, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, I know it might sound like, oh, well, it's only like a couple of hours one evening. And it's like, no, that's a real. It bring it saves us more than two hours if we bin one off. Do you know what I mean? Because it's the prep and the moving stuff around either side of it and, and what have you.
0: And the shit and the shouting, Why
3: are you talking to me no more? <laughs> just get away from the PC
0: <laughs> has never sounded like no, that. No, she hasn't.
2: I mean she could just watch the streams. Do you know what I mean? If she misses me that much,
0: just tune in. <laughs> oh, I've had a sub here from my wife. <laughs> Thanks, love. <laughs> Franks, love. (laughs) Should we move on? Yeah. Daniel, a.k.a.
2: Black Seichento. With talk of the Game of the Year show in last week's episode and several big chain stores encouraging us to make our own traditions this Christmas, I'd like to share my little tradition. I hate getting the decorations out of the loft, so for the last three years, I've listened to the 2018 draft as I chuck manky baubles down the stairs. (laughs) The nomination and subsequent reaction of James putting Detroit forward always creases me up, alongside Sean's (laughs) made-up game, Far Lone sales. (laughs) <laughs> and then listen to James's Detroit monologue anticipating the moments he drops the D-bomb brackets doggedly thank you all for another great year of TCGS content looking forward to the 23 draft and game of the year show appreciate you all Daniel AKA Black Sea Chanto oh man
0: that's put me right in the mood for it Mankey baubles really oh, did me excited. in when I
2: first read that It's was very good just... how <laughs> do you get Mankey baubles?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing wrong
2: has anyone got has anyone got the decks out yet I haven't I'm I'm holding what off. do you
0: mean you haven't? I can see things flashing like, in the background. That no, not? they're just they're. they're
2: just lights.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That I've now <laughs> set to be to look Christmasing. Um, no, so Joe wanted to put them up this weekend and I said no. And really? I'm like I am missed like I love Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. I'm one of those guys, right? Mm. I'm bang up for a weather. But I just think you're spoiling it a bit by putting them up in November. It's got see, to be December, I, right? Mean.
4: I totally. You see, the thing is, right? Is my instinct with this <laughs> is I wouldn't put stuff up until about two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> but the trouble, but now with the family, that's impossible. But I do put my foot down and say it's got to be at least the first of December before it all goes up because yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a bit it's one worse. of those. No, yeah, fair. it's like
2: yeah. I'm the same as Dave. Like I fucking love Christmas, but it's like if I don't at least give myself that first of December limit.
4: It's like I would do it straight after Halloween. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like <laughs> sort of spoiling it so, for yourself. You know what so. it's a bit like it's a bit like you know when they used to say like if you're like you know if you're indoors and it's hot and you're wearing your coat, mm. you should take it off because then when you go out you won't feel the benefit. <laughs> it's a bit like that, but with Christmas. If you no, do James, because that's
0: not how you feel. That's not how you feel. You don't want to wear a coat. You just won't go out because you don't want to wear a coat. That's how you feel. That's like, true. I am, um, uh, yeah, no, this week, this week, Joey was saying, oh, let's watch um, 8-bit Christmas again for like oh, yeah. like our first Christmas film. And I was like, yes, yes, let's do that. Like <laughs> I fucking love that film so much. So um, yeah, that's, I think that's going to become a week, a yearly, a weekly tradition. <laughs> a, <laughs> really week. a yearly tradition true, okay.
2: now. I'm really looking forward to, uh, I hope, I, I assume it's <gasps> on streaming now. I really want everyone to watch Violent Night this year. Because we saw, it the, oh. cause we saw it at the cinema last year and, like, from the yeah. trailers it looked okay and we were like, I we just want to, like, I want to, like, we, New and I had a date night and we're like, let's just go and see an okay film, do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm not bothered. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. And we fucking loved it. And I was Brilliant. like, I know no one's going to see it this Christmas now because this was like mid-December. I was like, but yeah, next year we'll definitely be on streaming and, like, please watch it. It's really good
0: fun. Is
3: that the David okay. Harbour one?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um,
0: I, I Harry like I was so impressed with this. Mm. So Harry was at school school this week, and they asked the class if you could move Christmas to a different date, mm-hmm. what would you choose? Now try and figure what like pretty much everyone had the same answer. What do you think they said? Oh, I don't know. So now remember the nine. Yeah, most of them went M- my birthday. <laughs> and I said to Harry like. That's rubbish. That's, like, yeah, that's ask anyone who's born decision. on December the 25th and they'll tell you how terrible Ooh, it is. Shit. There's that great line in 8-Bit Christmas where you had these twins, you had these twins whose birthday was the 25th of December <laughs> and they got an, a, one present from their grandma and it said, it said, happy birthday slash Christmas. Uh, this is for you to share. <laughs> okay. um, so the teacher said, well, mine would be six months after Christmas yeah. uh, after my birthday so exactly six months after my birthday so it's mm. evenly spaced Harry said 30th of December and like, <laughs> everyone went why? <laughs> and they went because then you get five more chocolates out your advent calendar yes <laughs> like, genius that's like, fucking oh, good my god you're an actual genius yeah. wow. and Smart. apparently one of the kids went well, what about the 31st of December <laughs> and he went you don't want to mess with New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so. I was so prepared. Yeah, <laughs>
4: that is excellent. Imagine that like doing Christmas Day and then going rolling straight into New Year's Eve. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, that would be. James would not be sober for, for a long
0: time. Okay.
2: Uh, ready? Who have got next? Vince Biscuits. <laughs> So I'm a little disappointed with last week's baby. episode which saw massive media corporation apologist Matt Murray break character and <laughs> criticize the Grand Theft Auto <laughs> series. I'm all up for a bit of character development, but a twist this big so late in the year just didn't feel believable.
0: It's fine true. Vince but he did also say this is the greatest gaming um, event of all time or something. He did d- despite saying how much he doesn't like GTA's mission structure. He, he also said this is doesn't going to be the believe biggest this. He yeah, doesn't I know I'm so with you James. I am so with you that he doesn't believe this. I think he said it because he heard it on a
4: pod he was trying to justify a ridiculous decision. That's
2: (laughs) all it was. Vince continues, it's true GTA's mission structure hasn't remotely changed in the last 22 years. You're still following cars from safe distances, lobbing cocktail bombs out of a garbage truck at pursuing mobsters and stealing that special car you just can't scratch the paintwork of. You could (laughs) criticise a lot of the game series for the same thing, sorry, a lot of game series for the same thing, but they're simply much better at using their settings to hide it than Rockstar. Oh look, a male anti-hero protagonist is still pulling rocket launchers out of his arse while navigating a mini-map to a little glowing circle on the floor, just like he was in 2001. He doesn't even learn new skills or get better at the ones he does have. There really hasn't been any variation in the worlds or game mechanics GTA has presented in the previous five outings. But, in Ma- the world? but Matt Murray you- would never admit this. <laughs> One of the biggest game studios on the planet isn't going to release the next title from the most anticipated franchise of all time and it'd be anything other than an absolutely stunning once-in-a-generation premium A single-player experience. I did, however, like the subtlety of Sean's performance as David and James gave excuses for why they're not going to play or vote for Baldur's Gate 3 in the Game of the Year show. He really nailed a mix of disappointment and a complete lack of surprise. <laughs> Looking forward to the next instalment, a true
0: fan Vince Biscuits. Uh, I haven't got uh, Baldur's Gate three on my list this week, but I did play it. Oh, did you? Um, it's it's yeah, a rough start, yeah. so I'm not like I won't be upset well, if you're like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, well, no, 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 I wasn't actually. This, this is right. I might as well do this here because we're we're talking about it. Yeah. But I'm, I, you know, I got a message from a, a bunch of people um, in in well, matchin or Ma- Ma- M- McKin or, the, or whoever DM me, saying you do know you can, and you mentioned it as well. You do know you can get a two hour trial if you go get PSP Plus, uh, premium or whatever, and um, that was on like some mad offer over <laughs> Black Friday. So I thought, right, I can either spend sixty five quid on Baldur's Gate three, or I can spend about the same on a year's worth of PS Plus premium, and then get the two hours trial. Let's do that because there was another game which we're going to talk about later that was on launched on PS uh, Plus premium this week, um, and I played the opening. And I was like, I am so into this. I am. I am so. I like, I'm loving the. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I ripped off the, the, someone, someone was trapped in a chamber and I ripped off the front and I saved her. Mm -hmm. And then she was arguing with the person I was with. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And then it got to the combat bit and I thought, okay okay but at least i've just put it on the easiest setting so i'll just fly through mm. and i was like oh this is taking way <laughs> too <laughs> long, man. just th- yeah. I, so i just want a button to go yeah win everything fine
2: yeah i mean even on the easiest it setting t- it's still yeah you can't Takes just a while right and here. i was like
0: do you know what it's okay every now and then to go uh this game is not for me mm. And it is not a slight at the game at all because I could already see myself going all the way they're talking to each other just Mm. seems really cool. Mm. And I like the whole you want to try this, but you've got the roll of dice and, you know, the the narrator and stuff like that. Mm. I I, I did. I really liked it. And then I was like, I can't I can't spend my time doing this stuff that I genuinely hate, (laughs) even if it is really easy. If it takes more than two minutes, I'm going to get pissed off. So I thought, do you know what? When it comes up on Game of the Year show, inevitably, I'm really like looking forward to hearing someone talk about it who's put a lot of time into it. But this game is not for me. So I was gonna say out of interest, the right decision.
1: What kind of character class did you pick? Because I kind of had a similar thing where I went full wizard because I love mm. Larian's kind of wizard kind of classes, and it just bounced off very hard. It was just very kind of lots of hurdles and long rests. And as soon as I went with a fighter, very different experience, and I just. Can't yeah, that's what it. you said, James. Right? Last yeah, I tried.
4: to begin with, and I was like, I can't. can't I just I, I, I love the idea, hmm, yeah, but it's just not going to work. So then I, I reset and went for a, as a yeah warrior instead. But
0: so I went. I went for a um yeah what are they called like a barbarian or something. Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. class? You know, big muscle man with an axe. Yeah, yeah. And um. Uh, and it, but, but what confused me, it was like, right, what does this huge will mean? And why is there another will next to it? And what do they, those each of those so, bits yeah, really, do? I was like, really bother, confused by it all. It doesn't
2: bother explaining a lot of the terms, like, even from character creation. You're looking at like, what the fuck is a cantrip? is that a real word <laughs> <laughs> they made that up yeah. this is the, the interface, interface is
4: not particularly friendly no. I think when you're first starting because mm-hmm. it does just throw it all at you which is yeah. fine because the idea is that I know that people that play these things are probably fully you know hardcore into all that kind of stuff and yeah, so and they'll also, just go you straight into it get but...
0: especially in RPGs you don't you do not get into that stuff until later down the line mm-hmm. like it's a, right obviously like God of War right when you play the the rebooted God of War series and you're like oh my god, there are levels of, of, like, there are, there's so much to upgrade and change and do, oh, you got this jewel, you could put a jewel in your axe, and that does this, but it also limits what you could do here, and you're like, there is way too much here, I don't get it, and then about 10 hours in, you're like, I get everything, and now I want to upgrade this, and now I've got to do this to get that, and it- that's how these games should work so i'm not saying that i should get into it and go oh, i know what all these things do but i, but I then, was like when when i when i tried to like move my character to another character to kill them and it was like you've run out of move points yeah, yeah, i was yeah. like oh, i don't well, know this man, is it I because something like handle this. something like god of
2: war before you engage with that stuff it's still just fun right right whereas Baldur's gate doesn't there's no feel to it it's just it's a point and point and clicky turn-based yeah. thing so there's I, no i've
0: I've never liked that style of gameplay yeah. either right so yeah. so again it's not a criticism of the game in the slightest hmm. so if you're going to tcgs to co forward slash d- tcgs t- to have a go at me back down right <laughs> you you get the game you love is probably brilliant and almost definitely brilliant Right. But I can just tell that it's not for me, so you probably don't want me playing it. But it was the right decision to get that PS Plus for the year rather than... um Rather than the full game, because I would have been pretty pissed off with myself. If I'd bought it,
1: and then also in Dave's defence, playing on console, the wheel and the stuff like that. I've started on PC, and it's it feels completely different on PC. Like it's so much more accessible. Really? Yeah, because I, I play on both, and ha- pressing the um the, the shoulder buttons are just to cycle through, and I'm always accidentally hitting my own team or forgetting how to long rest. <laughs> I did that. This is like yeah yeah it's, I did it's that. Like Red Dead, just like I, punching a horse in my in my face. Yeah, it's that Red Dead. <laughs>
0: I I did that on my first light attack thing. I went up and just stabbed one of my my own crew in the back, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Um, I I uh, I sort of defended Red Deb for that, so maybe I should <laughs> shut my mouth.
2: Big Al. It says, can I just ask, when will, when will the Starfield slander end from James? <laughs> Starfield seems to have become like a metaphorical dog continuously kicked while it's down as it is constantly compared to the big boys of the RPG scene this year, such as Baldur's Gate 3 and Cyberpunk. Okay, uh, stop. can I just stop you there, right? You you're because... more than welcome to stop me there, because <laughs> uh, that's. Yeah, go on. Because come on, this is laughable. <laughs> like, I mean.
3: <laughs> It's, it's absolutely.
0: Okay. I, yeah, I'm so, intrigued. So, as as so, to... so, so when's what? the Starfield slander going to end, James? <laughs> <laughs> not today.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm intrigued as so to the like... argument
2: for for why Starfield should not be compared to the big boys of the RPG scene,
4: claiming that like if you're okay, if you're trying to claim that Starfield is like this little like indie game sort of startup start game that isn't. Granted, had. It, it looks of... and plays like one, but that's. Well, yeah. the thing. <laughs> That hasn't had the weight of Microsoft's full like, marketing <laughs> budget behind it. That, yeah. that blows my mind. Yeah, the idea that, that you can't compare these things because they're not on the same level. That's, in, that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. Big Al continues. I won't lie and say that I can see Starfield getting
2: into anyone's Game of the Year picks in December or even becoming a wild card, although <laughs> good, good, that, good that could, observation. Be, could be a hilarious turn of events. However, I do feel a bit of sympathy for Bethesda, who gave it a go trying to create a new IP rather than hashing out another Fallout game. What? Although all their ideas didn't come together, <laughs> at least they tried, and I still believe it to be an enjoyable giant... RPG in its own right. It, this is a comedy. This is a comedy. <laughs> <It's sort> of, <laughs> it's Big Al's doing a bit. I mean, I'll, I'll, make, I'll finish and then we'll um, continue. Um, with all this being said, I think it's Sorry. a bit harsh for James to use any new games he's played as an opportunity to criticise my boy Starfield. What next? Will he be singing the praises of the talking flowers in Mario Wonder while dunking on Starfield's world building? <laughs> Will James shamelessly use Pikmin as better examples of how to write great characters and dialogue? Much like that Simpsons meme, stop it, he's already dead. Sorry for the rant and thank you for the spectacular pod each week. It really is a highlight of my Wednesday and your voice is always bright in my day.
0: That's all right, Big Al. We appreciate hearing from you, but yeah. I don't know, some people get really defensive about Starfield and then when people say, oh yeah, no, I love it. I've got a lot of sympathy for Bethesda. Don't.
3: I not that <laughs> they're,
0: they're owned by mm. one of the biggest companies in the world. Yeah. You're mm. you you looking like themselves. it's they're, they're all right. Yeah. They can they can handle themselves there. And do you remember the canvas bags? Yeah. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that little thing? The ca- the, the canvas bags. Was I was remo- like as much as I loved Fallout Four. Mm. That was still pretty disappointing, right? It was, yeah.
4: After after three, and especially after New Vegas, it was. Uh, yeah, so it's
0: been a while since they've brought out a real like cracking game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got to say, mm. I don't I know, mean, it man.
4: Was, it was pretty spectacular that they managed to like create in Starfield a game that was more limited than like any of the Fallout <laughs> games that had come before. I
0: mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, man. it was a weird. Uh, that was a weird experience. I thought some of. The- Right, okay, it felt like a game where they had an ending in mind and worked backwards. That's yeah. the best way I could describe that game yeah. because the last part of that game is pretty damn good and what it asks you to do after that is really good. Um, and it felt like they went, right, how do we solve this issue with RPGs? Oh, that's how we do it. That's brilliant. Now let's try and work out something to get us there.
3: <laughs> it's and, funny because uh, yeah. I still
2: think about, you know what we said about like the the... Fast travel, right? You, you don't really fly anywhere. You just pick it on a map and, and off you go. And I kept, yeah. sometimes I think like, is it just that the map is bad? Because like, if it had the map and like the galaxy map from Mass Effect,
0: well, I think that would yeah, have been alright. Or- like <laughs> or or like um or or um the what is it the Jedi Survivor yeah, yeah, you know yeah, those yeah. sort of games yeah. like,
4: See they they do incredible jobs both of those games mm-hmm. at, like creating a, a sense of place yeah. and a feeling yes. that there is this sort of great you universe are I mean, there it it a, yeah there's yeah. a
2: distance between things like whereas yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. get yeah,
4: that.
0: The, It didn't get that and also I think we had the wrong impression. I think the language they used about that game leading up to its launch made us believe it was one thing Mm. and it wasn't Mm. that thing. It it, it wasn't a game about exploring space at all. It was a it was a Fallout game. It was. It was a reskinned Fallout game. With, yeah, it really
4: was a Fallout game. So much. With more with more, yeah, more map loading and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Did you
0: ever play it, Sean L? Uh, yeah, uh,
4: no, I, I, I assumed he was
2: tactfully <laughs> staying silent as a PlayStation employee.
1: <laughs> On, honestly, I I love the idea. I bought into the hype when there was mm. the um, the showcase, um, and I'm glad I watched the various streams. I think James, you streamed at first. Um, it, honestly, it just sounds like you're describing like the whole first week of No Man's Sky when folks were like, <laughs> "It's this game," <laughs> and it's that? so much mm-hmm. more limited. But mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I burnt bridges with uh, Bethesda with Fallout Four. In fairness, I was I was the sucker that bought the Clex Edition, and it had like the pit, the plastic pit Boy that yeah, you would wear on your oh arm, god, And I was just like, no, it's yeah, it's gonna take a lot for Bethesda to kind of win me back. But I thought Starfield would have been the game, but. I guess it's cursed, you
4: know. <laughs> I
0: just I, I, expected I'm, it to be a sorry. bigger
4: step forward than it was. What's up, James? I'm fascinated how that next Elder Scrolls game is going to turn out. Mm. Because mm. if it basically turns out to be the same kind of thing, but they've been making it for years and years... Because they, they said Starfield they were making for how long? Ten how years? Long was that yeah, a
1: long, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. So would the Elder Scrolls be built kind of more like Skyrim rather than like Fallout?
0: You would think so, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, I, mm-hmm. I think the very nature of what Elder Scrolls is helps them in a bigger way so that you will be walking around a world mm-hmm. and travelling around a world and exploring. Whereas the way that they tried to transition to space was just like, it, it was really disappointing mm-hmm. and limiting. And mm-hmm. yeah, as you say, no sense of... Like, honestly, it would have been better, and I've said this many times, if all of the places you visited in Starfield was one solar system. Mm. And that you could travel from one of the places to the other. You know what I mean? That makes more sense to me because then you will feel like, like, the fact that they were kind of like, no, this is fucking galaxies away, mate. Don't worry about it. And it was just like, okay, how do I get there? Well, you just press A. And the then there's a cutscene yeah. and you're there. It's like, can
4: right, okay, sure. I mean, sure. I am hoping that maybe, like, after all this and all, because there, there has been some sort of blowback from this, you know, from a lot of people being not very happy with it, that we may see like, maybe the end of people saying, like, we've got millions of worlds procedurally generated. Mm. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's not going to happen so much. There's and... definitely a part of that, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Yordi, like, years ago, like, when Outer Wilds
2: came out, that was, like, in the trailers was, like, you know, handcrafted alien worlds, like... <laughs> yeah, which yeah. Was a, I don't yeah, think it was, like, yeah, a digger really to make that, sky, kind of. but it was very much, like, please don't think we're that, you know. Mm. Um, anyway, poor Starfield. Yeah. Uh, cool. Robotic right. Monkey the last bit of feedback hello TCGS pod and occasional guest James size nine shoe boxer briefs are you still doing this question mark yes absolutely yeah sure Um, always, always interested uh in the recent pod you were talking about QA departments going away I've worked for about a decade in software testing and it's an unfortunate part of developing software that testing often gets squashed in at the end this also sadly means that if a project is over budget then it's often testing that gets chopped you were correct about outsourcing too. It's often seen as a way to save money, but I've been on projects where development and QA were outsourced and the loss of time in handing work over and knowledge of the project made what was left of the project an absolute headache. It's rubbish, but it's part and parcel of working in, a con- uh, working in contracting in a volatile industry. Keep up the lovely podding. Yeah, awful.
1: Yeah, QA and community management's going, getting a chop during this mm-hmm. year was like the biggest gripe for me because Mm. you know someone who's going to be on the front line to kind of speak between the the audience and the developers very important QA Mm. like if you just look at games like Tears of the Kingdom I'm sure that game spent a lot of time in QA because that game should be broken AF Mm -hmm. and it (laughs) wasn't because a lot of good time and energy was spent in into that so I completely you know agree with Gravotted Monkey here like it's one of the unsung heroes if not my personal favorite you know it's the difference between a game being broken at launch and never doing well so yeah outsourcing you know it's it's, as good as it is you know the the folks who do it in-house speaking from experience you know they they love their work and they can kind of communicate well with certain things and as soon as you start outsourcing stuff like this there's an extra step and it's Overlooked. Um, so yeah, my heart goes out to a lot of the QA department stuff out there. Just Mm -hmm. my personal, my personal little rant there is um uh
0: it's quite a tough thing when it comes to budgeting for video game development. It's been that's been evident for a long time, like a long long time that budgeting when it comes to video game development is such a tough thing to get right. And the problem is the only way you get this investment back is if a game comes out and absolutely sells shitloads. Mm. Like the risk of losing that money that you know as you say getting to the end of a development life uh, cycle and going what can we cut? Because we are fucked. If this doesn't sell, um, it doesn't sell. Then you know it's not un- understandable. I think I still think that there should be more of a focus on how bad management, um, budget management is. Yeah. Like it seems terrible in the video game industry. And from as you say, like we were watching um the the big. I I finished the the Double Fine documentary and double fine are a company that's well respected and you know they, they, there's a lot of positivity around that development studio but you watch that and he, even then you know they they did the uh, um they did the what do you call it kickstarter mm. then they got investors and then even then they're going oh, i don't know if we we haven't got enough money to finish and you want to go why <laughs> like what were you just were you just going oh the money's going to dry up and then no. oh, i don't know and it wasn't like oh we've got to get this out because I know we you know we probably need two weeks more mm. but we can't really afford it they, they spent like another three years <laughs> on after getting acquired by like Xbox it was yeah. madness I mean, yeah because like there's got to be something to do with managing budget that, that the video game, game industry just continuously gets wildly wrong
2: yeah well so two things one uh, on Remap radio the other week they were saying like yeah it's like the, the story's always like you know oh, the, the statement will come out like oh yeah you know We've, like, misbudgeted for this period or whatever. Unfortunately, we've had to let people go in, in QA and, and what have you. It's, but it, but it's yeah. never like, oh, we misbudgeted, so we've let the people go who did the shit budget that has now let us down. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, that's totally, uh, yeah. You're the, absolutely right. And the other thing that's interesting with the Double find situation was that, like, when they did the, the first one, Double Find Adventure, which then became um, Broken Age, was, you know, they wanted whatever it was, like, $300,000 to make... Like an old school pixel art, like two D point and click adventure game, and then when they got three million, they were like, "Well, shit, it's got to look and sound amazing now." This like that has increased the scope of the project, and that's what sort of threw it out of whack. So fine, but then as you say, though it feels like those mistakes have continued to happen with Psychonauts Two, and and. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and obviously, Crazy. video games are very hard to make, just caveat that we're not having a go at developers.
0: Um, but it's, yeah, we're not saying yeah. it's an easy thing to budget and they should mm. just do it right, that's not mm. how it works, right? And we understand that, and we're not idiots, but but that's never bought up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's always like, yeah, oh, yeah, things spiraled out of control, mm. but why did they? And yeah. you know, talk to the person that allowed it to spiral out of control, mm. like what happened there. Mm. Um, but yeah it happens so often and that's what makes all these gutbacks so gutting because you Mm. know it was the people that are not in charge of any of that that are being let go on a weekly basis like Mm. so shit Right? are we done for feedback?
2: yes if you want to leave us feedback go to tcgs.co forward
0: slash dear tcgs 50 minutes in we can finally start the show (laughs) James Farley's here to tell us the news
4: so, um, Repop are looking for a buyer for Gamer Network sites. So this would be like Eurogamer, GamesIndustry.biz, VG Two Four Seven, Rock Paper Shotgun, and other others that they also have. Um, so this is what Repop had to say. They said Repop, part of RX, has reviewed its UK business and decided to investigate potential sale of its Gamer Network and associated editorial digital properties. We believe that new ownership offers the best conditions for the growth of the business. So yeah. That's not great. Sad yeah. times.
2: I mean, it's obviously this doesn't necessarily spell doom for mm. the the sites involved. No, but it it's uncertainty, hard. isn't it? Yeah, certainly uncertainty, and it's hard to imagine someone buying them without having nefarious aims. Um, and they, like presumably these are you know they're considering the sale presumably the, the the sites aren't making the money they used to they're certainly not alone in that obviously we've seen like various other outlets have been suffering the last few months in particular Um, but it's yeah whatever games happens media, it's, not, it's not going to be the
0: same right games media as an industry man wow I mean you it's look such a shame isn't it in 30 years the transitions have been crazy I mean I was listening to What was it? It was someone on a podcast talking about, I think it might have even been Kieran Gillen talking about the transition from PC gaming to Rock Paper Shotgun. Mm. And from going to like, magazines were the thing, um, you know. And then all of a sudden it was like, no, we've noticed that websites are the thing websites grew and grew and grew and you know people that worked in in the magazine industry were like nah people want physical stuff this is they're not going to just want to go on a website to read their gaming news you know they want that magazine every month or whatever and then slowly realizing that no they fucking don't right (laughs) and then and then the rise of the websites and the websites becoming bigger and bigger and bigger and Suddenly getting smaller again, like massive, like is... like in the space of like 10, 15 years, they they grew and grew and grew and then just went again because mm. YouTubers like become the thing that gamers watch, you know, and, and what gamers, people that play video games, they want something different with their, they, they don't necessarily want deep dives into games and, and um, long form reviews and stuff, which is baffling to me because like, I find that stuff way more interesting than, whoa, 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 look at this. Wow. Um, and I think that's, I that's what sucks, at, like, like right? Is it, it, that, it, it, they don't it's care. It's not like,
2: it's not as if magazines and then websites, like, refuse to change, right? Because in that, that sort of final, I mean, obviously magazines still exist, I'm not saying they're gone, but it, it's like they, they all twigged that everything was becoming more personality-led, rightly or wrongly. Yes and they and they made that work for them like they they did it right um so it's not like they were like no we're going to carry on doing everything the way we did in the 80s fuck this like it's, you know yeah. they they did change with the times and yet it's, it's still not been enough um, well, seemingly
4: th- th- the biggest problem with a lot of this, like when you had the transition to to websites, was that it's the same as with, with all like news outlets to a degree of like how do you make money doing that? Mm-hmm. Like before, you had you know you would be selling a magazine which was had you know loads of adverts in it, but also a cover price that people are paying. Whereas you know once you switch to websites, nobody has really figured out. They still people haven't really figured out how no, to make see, money I out of that. No, see, I don't believe that.
0: No, 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 I don't believe that. I think I think there was enough advertising in web. Um, Web pages to make money out of it. Eurogamer was a big site at one point, you know. Gamespot,
4: huge. You, you no, They weren't then, making the money. The reason is but, is, but when
0: the audience goes down, and mm-hmm. and you look at right, so you're investing in in marketing within gaming, right? You look at uh, a website that's pulling in so many million clicks a a week mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you look at a YouTuber that's exactly. pulling in twenty million a video. You know, where are they are going to invest their money? Well, that's that's the point I'm making.
4: It's like YouTube figured out how to monetize, like far better than websites ever ever did. But no,
0: Yeah, but my point is that I think websites did figure out how to monetize, but the audience has gone down since, and a bigger audience has appeared mm-hmm. elsewhere. So mm-hmm. the advertising money then shifts over to that different space. Mm-hmm. So I think they did have a system there, but I think it was such a quick bubble. Like, I, I, I expected like video game websites to be and they're not dead right and let's not like act as if video game websites have gone completely because that's not the case but but i mean what it was to what it is now is just so wildly different and when the numbers are so huge on youtube and twitch the the you know marketing the the the, the spend is in just in a different space now which um, is
4: and i i see i i i completely agree with you but i still think it's it's not a great thing at all because I it. it's a great thing. there is massive ethical issues i think as well with what's with yep. with this particular with youtube and with content And that's, that's been come up on recently
0: there. on social media right about uh i can't remember who it was but someone oh, mike had turned rose around talking and, about yeah. yeah mike rose talking about it, it Maybe a little bit clumsily but i think everyone's mm. allowed to talk about it in a clumsy way mm-hmm. um but yeah that discussion about well, I don't feel right that YouTubers are getting paid to review games. And you're kind of right. Yeah, you, mm. that is shitty practice. And it was even worse before they were forced to announce, like on their website that, mm-hmm. or, or on their video, that it was a paid promotion. Like there mm. was a period on where YouTubers could just pretend that they loved the game because they were getting paid thousands of pounds or, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever to talk about, oh, yeah, no, this game's great. To just because kids would buy it off of the back of that. Because
2: like, it still gets me, right? I'm nearly 40, and when I see someone I like on YouTube has done a paid video about a game, I still watch it and think, yeah, but he wouldn't He wouldn't lie to me, right? Mm. He was right about the <laughs> other games that he talked about and I liked, and he liked. Yeah, they so what... will, mate. Yeah, Yeah.
1: yeah. They, they totally would. I, I was a journalist before... Working where I am now, and in fact, during when Gamergate happened, and oh god, yeah, it was just interesting to see that there was a lots of events, like preview events, that we would get invited to, and it'd be like maybe fifteen members of press gets you know hands on, and it was a lovely spread of mm-hmm. things to do and play and you know be entertained. And then I noticed, like over the years, it, there was less and less journalists like being invited, and in, up to the point where there was no journalists invited, and it was all because there was like you know the youtubers that would come along and you know when you look at it from the pr perspective you know you can see how many uh numbers that a, a site would get versus the little websites and stuff like that but i the thing i generally miss is getting a demo disc I mean, You you know, when you every month when you had <laughs> pc zone and it would come this and you'd be like this is great because i get to play something and it had a lot of replayability you got to see hands-on mm-hmm. what it was like Um, and there's just like, there's, there's a lack of demos. I would honestly say compared to like the nineties, because you now go online and it's just easy to, you know, for your attention, just to type in something in YouTube and see what someone's reaction. And like what Sean was saying, you know, if you have a channel that you enjoy and you can kind of align with the same kind of views, they're going to speak very positively about it. Um, but I, I did have experiences where, you know, if I didn't like something, I could say, this isn't really something I'm feeling quite positive about. And then you would hear, you know, the PR company say, well, just don't post it. Don't post your reviews. <laughs> and it's just like, this is going to yeah. catch up with you one day yeah, where yeah, yeah. if yeah. it's not cool, then it does doesn't mm-hmm. happen. And yeah, and then Gamergate happened. And it, I don't know, go back to the 90s when we had this. Yeah, jokes. Well,
0: Gamergate evolved into something else, didn't it? I mean, it's important to remember that Gamergate I don't know if it started with that initial hate, right? Maybe it did. It did. I yeah, think it but, did. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean I don't know really how it started, but initially the the veil that they put over the, the hatred that that bubbled around Gamergate was that we have problems with um video game journalists being so close to publishers. And mm. you were like, Yeah, yeah, you are. And also women in games, and you're like, What what? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. hold on a minute. <laughs> what was go back to the thing that you were saying before? And I was thinking why are you saying all this horrible shit now? Yeah. That and was it's so sad period, because we're it? still
2: seeing people now who have who have gone fully off the deep end into right wing politics, and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, it all, it all started for me with Gamergate.
3: Mm. Oh no, like god, still, yeah, it's horrible. Like, it. yeah. We're
2: still finding that that was. I mean, plenty of people called this out at the time, so this isn't news. Um, but yeah, it was a, a recruitment ground basically for that sort of thing. Really great.
0: um Yeah. So so uh, yeah, I kind of like. I'm when I see stuff like this at Repop, who, um, I mean, let's face it, we're pretty sure that they bought into um, the English market or the British market to. Um, take advantage of or to get involved with expos around the UK yeah because um, the,
2: the, cause for years there were rumours that like oh my god PAX is coming to the UK and then suddenly yeah. repopped just by Gamer Network instead and it's like oh well that makes sense because now they have EGX which yeah. is a known established thing Um, so yeah important to note they will keep that they're only selling the websites so it's true, not like yeah. they're letting go of the whole thing um, and yeah, and sort of, so you look at this, it's like, well, this is all- isn't entirely surprising because they're yeah. an events company, they bought the company for the events, right? Not necessarily for the websites, but then equally, you can look at it and say, well, we, you know, we had several years with no EGX mm. and the websites were keeping the lights on in that time. So, yeah, I don't know, it's shit.
0: I have a feeling, I have a feeling that they're going to, um there probably won't be an EGX next year. And then they will rebrand, they will rebrand as um, PAX Pax. Pax Europe or PAX, you know, London or whatever. Mm. Um, Because I think when you look at see what's happened to EGX over the past three years, not necessarily through the fault of the organizers, because, Mm. you know, we're coming out, we were coming out of the pandemic and getting people over was bad enough. But Mm. if they go with a PAX brand and not have to worry about, egx competing with them i think that's probably the route, route that that's going to end up in mm. but um it's so yeah strange as well like so
2: looking at you know the people in, potentially involved in in the sale or, or however this pans out and again talking about like the personality led stuff so you look at like well outside xbox will be fine right they they can survive in like a patreon landscape or or similar yeah. digital yeah. foundry probably the same um but then, I'd like, I'd say
0: Rock, rock, Paper, Shotgun probably would. They, possibly, got, yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah, uh, but then, like, are, yeah. But then, think,
2: gamesindustry.biz, which is fucking vital, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the stuff they report on, the the expertise and the knowledge they have is, I don't see that anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to imagine. Like, they couldn't launch a Patreon, and do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't think that would work for them. And that feels really shit. Yeah. That there's these different types of coverage, and like, some, and it'll be like sink or swim, you know? Horrible
4: feeling. For mm. sure. Mm. Next story. Um, Sony are going to face a £5 billion uh, pound, uh, class action lawsuit um, over PlayStation uh, store prices. Now, this is something we talked about before, like quite a long time ago. It was in, I think it was in August last year. Mm-hmm. And this is the consumer rights campaigner Alex Neal who is doing this on behalf of 8.9 million PlayStation customers this is what it says according to video games chronicle and what it is is they're alleging that Sony abuses its dominant position in the market by charging excessive uh, PlayStation store prices now the reason this is news now is because the court in the UK has given the go ahead to hear the case because Sony have been arguing for quite a long time to try and get it thrown out that it's mm-hmm. you know that it's it's nothing at all but then now now it's actually yeah it's it's going ahead and uh, so these are the allegations. This is what VGC said. They said um, that Sony uses its near monopoly on the sale of digital games. Oh, I don't and-
0: get, you're getting choked up there, James. No, it's, yeah, no, it's it's sad just, about just
4: the story. A Do you
3: need
4: a minute? <laughs> That Sony uses its near monopoly on the sale of digital games yeah. and add-on content for PlayStation consoles to enforce strict terms and conditions on game developers and publishers. These terms enable the company to dictate the price of digital content and charge a 30% commission on every purchase, which results in excessive and unfair prices to consumers that are out of all proportion to the cost of Sony providing these services to its customers. So this is going ahead, but it could be quite a long time before it's heard and we get any result. But people are hoping that if this happens, then if you've bought things on the PlayStation Store in the UK between a certain period of time, you will get money back if it's if the court uh, decides in in the in the case. Uh, it's
0: hard. It's going to be a hard thing to go. To. I mean, honestly, when when I saw the initial story, I, I always think it sounds worse. When the the figure being quoted is just ridiculous, you know, mm. five billion pounds is like mm. <laughs> you're like, okay, how frivolous is this lawsuit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going in that, that are you doing? Are you are, like? The, it's the number that is making the headline there, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so there's a reason why it's been set to that. Um, but also, I do think it is kind of shitty that I can't buy codes elsewhere. Like in a world mm. where we are now. Um, Uh, sort of just so limited. Like, we're we're definitely moving away from discs and boxes, right? The Mm. fact that I can't go and buy a game digitally anywhere else other than the PS uh, store Mm -hmm. is kind of shit, I think.
4: Um (laughs) It's going to be, I'll tell you what is going to be fascinating is how much the EU gets involved with, potentially with consoles in the future, because they're already trying to force Apple and, and also, I mean, Google, you can already sideload, but they're forcing Apple to allow third party app stores and everything on iPhones, and whether you're going to see the EU doing the same with consoles, like where they're going to start right. to say, you know okay Xbox you you have to have other stores on here as well um, well, well I
0: don't want them to mate we got uh, we voted them out mate so I don't even <laughs> want to I don't care what they think mate yeah I Go mean, on, I suppose got rid of them
2: my other question is so they, yeah they mentioned the 30% commission on every purchase is that any different to the others it's it's different to the epic game store well (laughs) yeah that's also not making any money so (laughs) that's true i think think
0: it is in line with with um it's in line with
2: everybody else everyone
4: does that it's just uh, yeah the way it Mm. is yeah
2: but plus like i don't i mean i've not it doesn't feel to me like it's like a known thing that like oh well if you get it on the playstation it's going to be five or more or whatever like i I don't know i don't think that's a thing for the most Mm. part but then maybe that's Developers knowing they wouldn't get away with it, and they're taking the hit. If there is any difference in the commission, I don't know. I mean,
4: uh, it, it feels like all of these platforms are very sort of like much of a muchness. If you know what I mean, they all mm. seem to be the same sort of prices mostly. And mm. yeah, no, doesn't... come on, this is <laughs> not a massive difference. Come on, no,
0: I would say I pay more when I'm buying a game on a PlayStation, a hundred percent. Yeah, you,
4: you mean if you're buying something brand new, like if you're buying like okay, but like games a new on AAA Xbox thing. also yeah. cost seventy quid, right? It's the same. They can do, yeah. But
0: but you can very usually get like there's even like, like way cheaper deals when mm-hmm. those games launch mm-hmm. on Xbox. There's you know digital like CD keys is always at least a fiver mm-hmm. cheaper. Do you know what I mean? Like that's whereas true, Yeah, you can't, It feels like yeah. I'm always playing full price for for um, Sony games through. Mm -hmm. so I think there's an argument to be had I just don't think a 5 billion pound class action lawsuit might go anywhere where we'll hear about this story ever again do you know what I mean Mm. I think that's probably the long short of it we won't hear about it again but who knows Mm. who knows in this day and age what will happen in the future
4: okay next story is that why is that funny (laughs) (laughs) just just was it's a very
2: non-committal sign off that's all
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like we don't know what we're talking about. Almost. Yeah. Uh, Euro 24, though, is coming to EA Sports FC in a free summer update next year. So that's that's nice. I that's mean, good. Yeah. I mean, I put this in here because I just wondered are there, is the same thing going to happen with the World Cup, though? No, of think, course it's not. You don't think we're going to see the FIFA <laughs> well, no, World Cup? No, because this
0: is UEFA and FIFA's yeah. the FIFA World Cup. So I you can't... don't
4: reckon that there's going to be, they'll do any kind of a deal for that? because I reckon they I will I think
0: they won't out of bitterness I just don't think they will out of bitterness I think so for those of you that don't keep up with this so FIFA is not called FIFA anymore it's called EAFC 24 they've done an incredible job as i said at the time you know, I, I don't really want to give props to EA, which is a huge company that should get this stuff right. But they have done an incredible job of transitioning to the new name and everything. People still call it FIFA. Me and my mates still call it FIFA. But you don't look, it doesn't look weird. Like the mm. EAFC brand already looks, it's on, It's on you see it whenever it? you watch, Premier, yeah. yeah, whenever you watch Premier League football, you see that logo everywhere. You see it, you know, you just see that logo fucking everywhere, right? So that has become the thing. And although people still refer to it as FIFA here and there, it, people understand it's EAFC and they it's the same game. Um, what happened is that FIFA, the governing body of football, like the international football, um, sort of said, oh, well, if you want to use our name, then you've got to pay this ridiculous amount of money and some people go, well, yeah, no, it's it's a recognisable name. If you don't know what FIFA are, FIFA are a joke, right? They're a joke. <laughs> um, so, so the moment we saw that, we we everyone that knows FIFA sort of rolled their eyes. Um, and they're the sort of company that go no, you're not getting the World Cup then because we're going to make our own World Cup game, which is going to be even better. Which <laughs> they <it's Yeah. been>. said <laughs> they're just honestly. Um, so UEFA, UEFA selling the rights to Euro 24. I mean, that's not news. I think that was always coming to EA Sports FC. But but the World Cup, James, I can't see it. You don't I think it's going to happen? It with... No, okay. I mean, I'd I'd be it'd be really funny if I'm wrong mm. because it would be such a backpedal from them. To let them use uh, the World Cup. Know, I'm
4: almost tempted to do a bet, but probably shouldn't consider all the not, other ones I I've think, got going. <laughs>
0: I think if they were selling it, if they were selling the update, mm. then maybe then maybe FIFA would see so, but they don't, it's just an update, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it's a free yeah, in this case it's a free update. So yeah, I can't see that happening. But I don't know. Uh, I, I, we'll see. <laughs> okay. So next story, I had to include this because it's in television, and um, <laughs> everyone loves. I'm so about that. in television, Go on. So okay, we've all know roughly about the Amico and uh, things that happen with that. Do, and do how we it's... need to recap very briefly? Yes, please. Do you want to recap Sean because you you're <laughs> very on top of the Amico story? <laughs> <laughs> Hardly. I mean, so basically, this is Tommy
2: Tallarico's <laughs> scam, right? That's just what? That's, where,
0: <laughs> where, where is he? Um, can you just say, are you, are you sure you can call it that, Sean? Because that is that puts us on. Okay, all right. Shaking. It's
2: Tommy Tallarico's project bit, where joking. he's relentlessly taking money from people and so far delivering nothing. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just it seemed like an awful idea, top to bottom. Um, from day one, it's this console where there's these two little controllers that like sit in the console, and then you take them out, and they've 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 boasted from day one that like it doesn't have online multiplayer, but that's the point because we're getting back to the same room multiplayer, and it's nonsense. The games have all looked bad. There was some weird footage of like because like some of the fuss was like. Earthworm Jim 4 guys we're doing it we're making a new Earthworm Jim it's got some of the original team on it it's going to be amazing and then they released some footage that was just laughable um it's, it's just also, didn't weird.
4: that footage allegedly turn out to not be real, really running either like on that would not have surprised me at all it, but it just looked like an animation and a bad one at that yeah
2: and just had like some samples from the old Earthworm Jim games mm-hmm. like voice samples it was really weird
4: but either way <laughs> They have now launched an app
0: version. Oh, I do remember the Earthworm Jim 4 thing. <laughs> oh, I do remember it, so the trailer. Bad. It was really odd, wasn't yep. it? Oh, fuck, I do remember this. I'm watching it now. Oh, my God. Where you just, like, run me- along
2: and then just go, like, Groovy, whoa, Nelly, yeah. and then Karen, eh?
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my God, I remember it was so bizarre. And just
2: for Ben in the chat, yes, the Earthworm Gym guy is also a bad,
0: bad man. Tommy Tellariki Tellerico? Tellerico. Tellerico?
3: yeah,
0: yeah, he was the. We've spoken about Tommy Tellerico a lot on this pod. Um, the, it was the chap <laughs> that claimed that he made the oof sound. Is it from yeah. Minecraft? Is it from Roblox? And a uh, Roblox, that's it. And then. <laughs> And then said that like he had like loads of Guinness Book of Records and it turns out pretty much everything he said was a lie. Like yeah. he just keeps constantly lying about <laughs> things. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, his mother's very proud. Yeah. Um, but there's some character. good news
4: with the Amico now, because okay, although sorry, the yeah. hardware is going has not appeared yet, there is an right. app version of the Amico console which has come out, currently only for <laughs> Android. Um, but according to Eurogamer, you will need two phones uh, to use it. <laughs> so you use one for the screen, and then you, you need to have another to act as a controller. like So, you know, connected via Bluetooth or something like that. Mm. So it says here, it says, One to act as a controller while a separate mobile device needs to have the Amico controller app installed and be connected to the same wireless network. So... Apparently though, according to Intellivision, they said that you can use official Amico hardware controllers with the app. That is possible. I don't know if you can buy those though. Because they I mean, haven't they haven't released them yet no. and they haven't also said when they're going to be coming out. But Phil Adam, who's the current CEO of Intellivision, he said releasing Amico hardware controllers to the market is critical next step in our manufacturing strategy. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, But apparently, they also require additional investment uh, before they can begin Uh, manufacturing Amico consoles and uh, and consoles. Um, So, yeah, you can do that. So, you can try it out now. You can go on Amico Home and you can uh, you can try out some of the games. Currently, there's two games available. You've got Astro Smash and Missile Command. Both of these you can buy from the Google Play Store for 11.99 each. Fuck Jesus! There you go.
1: Wow, (sighs) he's got two phones. (laughs) <laughs> I'm assuming to be me, fair, one for business,
0: one for pleasure. I it? often <laughs> smash mine, so I'm not
2: really worth selling. So I've got a couple in drawers behind me, but I, yeah, I expect a stream um, from you, Sean. Trying these out, <laughs> I'm not paying eleven ninety nine. Maybe when the Patreon money comes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> expense it. Fine.
0: Um Yeah, strange. Uh, we'll we, we'll try and keep on top of that. Won't we, James? Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely. Story.
4: It's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, final story is jeff keeley
0: <laughs> that's what, a weird way of announcing that it was quite a bit weird
4: because james is really story. excited about it yeah <laughs> yeah God, james no, it's, it's, this one. it's jeff keeley and it's from the game awards because obviously there has been this whole thing about dave the diver and the nomination over this as an indie game i've got two quite extensive quotes here from <laughs> jeff keeley well before which... you
0: go to the quotes Sean, what is the controversy? So, why is it? Why are some people saying it shouldn't be in the indie game category? Well, I
4: think we should let Jeff Keeley <laughs> answer that question. <laughs> well,
0: no, no, I'd rather hear the real thing before we get to Jeff Keeley's version of events, please. So, basically, Dave the Diver was
2: made by a team within Nexon, isn't it? I think James, who are a huge publisher. Yeah. Um So basically, everyone's saying, well, it's not. It's not independent. It's from a massive company. It's just from a small team within a massive company.
0: Right. Right. I.
2: I think right, that is. Okay valid but i think there Um, are other fingers you could point if you really want to yeah sure sure yeah so like and so within the same category you've got cocoon brilliant you know published by annapurna interactive who i love and i'm not having a go i'm just saying it is founded and owned by the heiress to a billionaire a multi-billionaire right right?
0: Yeah, so there's money behind it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you've got Dredge, published by Team Seventeen, who just a couple of years ago were worth over a billion. Yeah,
3: mm.
2: <laughs> I think there's there's a lot of things you could start but, saying. But well, is, is that
0: indie? Is that indie? Do you know what I mean? Sure, but there is there is like I publishers. Uh, no, I could be wrong, but I thought also that you could have a very small development team that have made a game and then got to a point where a publisher went, "Shit, we'll publish this for you because it looks amazing." So mm. where do you sit with that? Like if the yeah if and, the game and obviously is being the, there's a difference by an between an independent studio and then it gets lands a decent publisher. Yeah, and obviously there's
2: there's a difference right? between like a a small independent studio getting a publishing deal and just being employed by a large publisher from day one, right? Right. Um, I just yeah, I don't know. I just think there's a little bit of hypocrisy involved. Yeah, there's a little bit of um,
0: hypocr- uh, hypocrisy and also I do The 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 thing that I do worry about is, especially with like say the Game Awards, is that you have genuine indie games that don't, you know, weren't born from money, Mm. and they'll look at that and go, "Well, how are we supposed to compete with that?" The whole Mm. point of indie gaming was to recognise smaller development studios, games built on a small budget, and Mm. you know the the games that we all love that were made in like basements and stuff, Mm. and now Mm. they're being saturated with games that have had money chats at them it feels kind of weird so I kind of get both sides of the argument really mm. but um, yeah, I do feel how, a do, how do you days, make
2: like. space for a game like Dave the Diver which is really fucking good and deserves yeah. some sort of recognition but yeah how like it's not going to win against you know Spider-Man 2 but,
4: sure, but also, is that, is that game going to be getting recognition from you on the Game of the Year show? I couldn't possibly Question. comment Um <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, but James. equally, yeah, like, there is an argument that it shouldn't be alongside like games that didn't perhaps have the, the level of, of support behind them. Um, yeah, for sure. So it's, it's a minefield. Um, and like you say, well, you could say, well, rename the category, but then that still creates that... You know, there's still that issue of like, yeah, but then you've still got smaller games that have had wildly different levels of support. Yeah. I oh, know, it's tough.
0: Yeah. Um, so, James, what did... Um... <laughs> What did
4: you your boy Uh, Jeff Keighley have to say about this I mean I've split this Into two sections um, Because Yeah he he Went into this In quite a lot of detail He said said, Look it's a great question Independent can mean Different things To different people And it's sort of A broad term right I mean you could argue Does independent mean The budget of the game Does independent mean Where the source of Financing was Is it based on The team size Is it the kind of Independent spirit of a game Meaning kind of A smaller game That's different Everyone has their own (laughs) Opinion about this And we really defer To our jury 120 global media outlets that vote on these awards (laughs) to kind of make that determination of is something independent or not you know in other industries sometimes there are determining factors I think in the film industry there's like the budget can't be above this amount of dollars if it's an independent film I think it's fair to say, like, what does independent mean to me? Why I like that category. The other thing is, you could get rid of the category, right? But it's usually like five or six different games that are in that category. And there have been years where, like, Celeste that was up for Game of the Year. The and I think I won Independent about, Game Jeff? of the Year in 2015 <laughs> or 2018. Independent games are so good they can be up for is Game he of the Year, that but
0: people just go, "All right, <laughs> oh,
4: fuck <it."> just <laughs> walk off." Is that what he's hoping for? Get, getting near the end here. Independent games are so good they can be up up for game of the year but typically it's a different set of games and I like that we get to recognise different games on our show and not just the same 5 or 10 games nominated in all categories so that's what I, why I like the idea of that category but what the exact criteria <laughs> is is an open debate and discussion a long rambling answer but hopefully that makes some sense it didn't so make like, any sense <laughs> Jeff, there, it's like there,
2: there are bits of it where I sort of agree with him yeah. but, that, but also a lot where he's basically just going well is the judges actually I'm not. I not even do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing yeah, to yeah. Do with me. Um, I mean, cause in an ideal world, sh- like the the, you know, the the perfect answer is actually we all just learn to celebrate smaller games alongside much bigger ones, and we and we right. assess them on the you know, yeah, on their the merits merit, and yeah. don't think about the scope or budget etc. But we're not there yet. No, um, not anywhere near that. No.
1: Uh, it's. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, you're sorry. Like sure. Jeff is trying to define like labels and stuff like that. It reminded me of a, a tweet that came out from, I think it was like Rath Life, who was talking about AAA, quadruple A, indie, triple I, not really meaning anything, but labels that do mm-hmm. have meanings are so like developer and publisher and self publisher. And they kind of defined it at the end saying, uh, independent equals, you know, they pay their own bills plus how fun will say when the game is ready to ship. And it's just like that is what we should be focusing on. But it's just, yeah. it's just labels. I think Jeff's got his niggas in a twist of just trying to explain mm-hmm. something just to try and keep the peace. But yeah, it's it's messy. It's,
2: yeah, because it's... <laughs> the the bits of it that make sense to me, I don't entirely disagree with, but also maybe Jeff should have just said like, yeah, do you know what?
0: You're right. We'll change it. No, because like, there's no what? way he would have done that. Like, mm-hmm. he's no way that he would have done that. Like, he sees the video game awards, as we've said before, he yeah. sees it up there with the, os- they want to mm-hmm. be the video game Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way he's going to admit fault that he got. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. A category to admit that there's a fault it's with the process is,
2: is embarrassing, I guess. Isn't
0: I it? don't think, you know, I don't know how much it, it influence or, or, I don't know... Well, I say influence. That's probably the wrong word. But I don't know how much he's put into thinking about what defines an indie game when he's come up with that category. Mm. Like, I genuinely don't. I don't think I... You know... And and now that people are going, well, fucking hell, old Don, it, he's he's sort of... He's come out with this. <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea oh, I, of the mouth. Oh, I, <laughs> I think he's thought yeah, more about, you know, know
4: what categories he needs to attract sponsors. That's the the thing here. Well, Ooh, I mean, that's the cutting. other... thing
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I suppose... Is it gonna win, right? That's the that's the question. Because if it does win then not it now. will be riots.
0: I don't think <laughs> not it <now>. will. <laughs> <laughs> He's just opened his door to that poor fellow who's been like engraving all the trophies <laughs> and just goes no Have you done the indie one yet? Yeah, it was the first one I did. Fuck! <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, did, I did one. read also though that he apparently security has been increased at the game awards this year to stop people oh, running up on stage. Ran on
0: stage, yeah. And I mean just as well yeah. because
4: obviously that you know, turned out to be relatively
2: harmless, but it, it might not have right mm. so that's 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 valid
4: yeah
0: yeah yeah,
4: yeah. all right is that that's it for it. the news that's all i've got yeah
0: well, let's get to what you've been playing um and actually i'd like to start with you sean labode um uh, this i'm yeah, sorry we've got you know <laughs> um i want to hear what you have been playing this week or this month or how
1: or this, this year, year. <laughs> just whenever so, really yeah, yeah i quite quite recent actually um so if anyone's like a fan of the risk of rain games um yes. they re- re- well, they released a remake of risk of rain 1 which is the 2D scroll scrolling game uh, versus risk of rain 2 which was you know 3D with manual aim and so yeah risk of rain returns came out about 3 weeks ago um and any fans of it just kind of hit wishlist and kind of looked at it i was just looking for a sequel in general um, and Risk of Rain is a roguelike game where your aim of the game is in a game. You are dropped into a world, which is, uh, it's actually quite, um, it's not procedure generated, which kind of feels a bit weird, but at the same time, it makes sense later on when explained to it. Um, but you drop down as one of various different characters um, who have been part of the ship and they all have their own kind of primary abilities, secondary fire, as all, all of the malarkey that you normally have. And the aim of the game is to more or less find the teleporter somewhere in that world, and once you find it, you activate it and you survive that kind of maybe 60 seconds or like the boss encounter. Um, the game loop is you kind of, you land, you find, uh, equipment and modifiers and different things that makes your kind of character be able to either shoot with more damage, kind of throw really cool, um, kind of like buzzsaws or, uh, things that will kind of generate more health the more damage you do. It's, 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 it's wonderful. Um, and again, if you play Risk of Rain 2, which I think is probably the more of the popular one, um, it's the same mechanics, but this is in the 2D, uh, side of things. It came out on Switch and Steam. I played it on Steam. Um, and it, it out came out, year. Risk of Rain Returns came out about a few weeks ago. Oh, for right. The originals. Okay. Oh, and it, it, How
2: old are they? Like yeah. 10 years? Like that. And yeah. I,
1: honestly, when I jumped into the sequel first, and I was thinking I probably should look at maybe what the original was like, and it, I saw the appeal, it just looked like a kind of a step down but obviously it was great at the time but the fact that they've kind of redone the assets um animations um the fantastic music composer is back again if you've ever heard his work it's absolutely phenomenal it just sounds like what the game is in 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 body and um so i saw some people say why not just make a update but there's a lot of time and effort being put into this. Um, and the joy of this being 2D is you don't have any free aiming. So some folks be like, Oh, that's a step backwards. Um, but it kind of less plays into, uh, just the kind of the game feel of it is kind of be a bit more simplified where you aren't kind of aiming freely, but also. Um, you kind of keep up the action and there is going to be a lot of stuff happening on the screen. It's one of those games. When I think about the HUD, the only HUD I can think that's even busy is like the Final Fantasy XIV games. Like, it's just a lot going on um, to kind of think almost Vampire Survivors levels of kind of just crazy. I was little- going
0: to say, this does look very Vampire Survivors, it doesn't does. it? And-
1: but this is a lot more
2: sort of manual triggering of your your abilities yeah, and stuff, so you, isn't it? It's yeah, It's like, really, sort of way more knowledge about knowledge about yeah. So I
1: think the the only inputs you're really putting in is kind of what you'll be your L one, L two, R two, R one. Um but the best of all is that it's co op as well. So all of the Risk of Rain games have been um I believe one to four player co op. Um but with the first game originally it was um it was all of faff, and what the devs have done is put a lot of work into kind of streamlining how that plays. I haven't played a co-op myself, but, um, it's, it's chaotic enough as it is. Um, and it's just great to just have that, um, that environment and that world and that kind of game loop again. So, you know, jump into the, jumping into the world, you can easily spend about five minutes, get a build that kind of doesn't work for you, but then you are still unlocking. Pilots and new abilities as you play through it. Um, they, in fact, they added two new characters uh, into the, this game, which is absolutely lovely. But um, one of the really cool things is they've added this thing called a Providence Trials. So the game in itself, you, you, it's about four hours um, from start to um, start to end if you get like a really cool build. Um, but uh, Providence Trials itself is um, it's it's like a fixed custom build that you have. Like builds in this game is kind of where you will either kind of shine or kind of get destroyed. Um, and in these trials, it kind of gives you a character who might be really good at mobile, uh, mobility. And, uh, you just kind of have to swing your way around and collect items without being able to attack back. Um, and some of them give you a specific build that is you're going to come across this boss, but you can't fire any kind of weaponry, but it's all about throwables and completing each of these within kind of certain parameters. So getting it done really quickly unlocks, um, better scores. Uh, or doing kind of taking a bit longer, kind of gives you a limited score. Um, they unlock uh, your character's ability to have a secondary, um, like attack, or you know more pilots. Um, and this little, this isn't a feature in the game previously. So anyone that's played Risk: Rain Two, you kind of know about the grind, and you have to go and find these off-the-beaten-track kind of unlockables or things that you have to do which is a bit weird like fall off the map and find another part of the map that has like a small environment that helps you unlock these things Uh, this has a dedicated section for this um which is really fun highly recommend it it's on switch i haven't seen how it performs on that but if you are into your roguelike games um especially if you're into kind of co-op as well there's going to be a lot of fun and it is literally just a 2d version of Risk of Rain two, uh, and that was my draw to it. That and the music itself. Um, and you know, if you if you if you enjoy kind of the min max of builds and um, being able to position yourself again, like Vampire Survivors, if you if you like that kind of feel, um, this is you know a firearm uh, heavy game where you're gonna have lots of floating bots that might help heal you or shoot for you, and it is all just about positioning. Again, I guess I keep saying Vampire Survivors, but I guess it is where the appeal is. You can Really outshine just by collecting all the abilities and finding yourself in safe spots you know sometimes you lights the ground with flames that you might enable um but there is the um you know the mini games of kind of if you have a sniper rifle getting the active reloads um or charging a shot and it might do you know quadruple the damage, but with up to four players car and that's absolutely insane um so yeah that's i, I well, all, online. all online as well. Um, in fact, if it's local, nice. if, actually, I think it has local as well. Um, not sure how it's going to look because you, you'll be able to go to different parts of the screen They're quite far apart from each other. Oh yeah. uh, yeah. right, okay. It's,
2: it's interesting because yeah, like when Vampire Survivors came out, I didn't think, oh man, fans of Risk of Rain would love this. But as soon as you mention it, now it's like, oh yeah, yeah. If you enjoyed Vampire Survivors, you definitely fucking play Risk of Rain. It's, <laughs> like there is a, a through line there. Definitely, yeah. mm. I always remember playing the original back in the day um the thing with the difficulty so those who haven't played it the difficulty increases over time yeah. right so so you're constantly playing this this sort of balancing act of like you'll open up like the teleport to the next level and then but then you're sort of thinking yeah but if i hang around here i can still kill enemies get experience points but if i do it for too long the difficulty's going to increase either way yeah. right um and i remember it like it, it it just starts off you know it says like difficulty easy medium hard you know like it increases i forget the exact terms it uses but then i remember like i was having like a really good run and i was like oh shit the, like this this might be the one and i remember the difficulty went from like i can't remember yeah it was like very hard nightmare or, or whatever <laughs> and then it went up to the next level and the text just said i see you yeah. and i was like <laughs> fuck <laughs> off that is horrible that's that's <laughs> horrendous <laughs> oh it was amazing yeah um just a really nice, nice touch i thought yeah really good game I, I should get this um i think like at a glance it, it's difficult to see what's different from the original but then that's me not having looked at the original for 10 years right probably if i can side by side yeah. it clearly you know the new one probably looks a lot
1: better but yeah yeah highly recommend yeah cool cool all right uh, well, well else you i got? also put down uh spider-man 2 uh, as as much as I can say, um, work for PlayStation, you know, it's the obvious thing to say, um, <laughs> but I do play a lot of us. Oh, <laughs> you Don think it's quite good, yeah? <laughs> didn't play Starfield. Uh. What's, what's going on? Um, but honestly, uh just kind of not wearing my work hat. Um I'm just really, really impressed. Uh, Dave, you, you already mentioned this before, but I was really impressed how much emotion was actually conveyed in a story in a game that has superheroes that didn't feel like, it had any right it belonged there it it, just, it, just, it it made me well up so many times and miles he's my boy like the fact that i mean saying the whole venom and the symbiote stuff you know it was just great to see you know character flaws be the reason why certain characters were heightened with this kind of villainous ability um, you know, people who were scared or people who didn't feel like they were good enough. And the kind of the, the, yeah. the crux of what makes Venom fantastic and actually having that kind of um, those emotions conveyed in the video game. And it just took me from strength to strength of this kind of feeling what each of these characters were actually going through. Because when I think of superhero films or games specifically, you know, it's about the beat down that you can do and the combo that you can kind of have listed. Um but I could happily say that you know the the combat and the sneaking um was as good as the story personally and the story was emotional and I wasn't expecting and I was like a it 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 swept me off my feet and it moved me, and you know with two characters of all things that like you would expect things to be split between one person doing like you know the heavy lifting or doing all the. I'm thinking of, like, old games like, you know, The Getaway. I was looking at that recently. It's like one character's just, like, on the side of the law, and one side is one's about beating up the bad guys and stuff like that. And it's just like, no, these, you know, Peter Parker, we've seen to death have an emotional journey about, you know, trying to pay a mortgage and, you know, have his, his girlfriend. So, you work. You work for
0: PlayStation. you were looking at the Getaway recently. Interesting. <laughs> Let's oh. Make of that what you will, <laughs> 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 listeners. Yeah, but, L- know what my get my prediction
4: for 2024 <laughs> is going to be. Yeah. We thinking remake, remaster, reboot, oh,
1: all really
0: free it. Uh,
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was fantastic. Listen to your coverage on this. So yeah, everything's kind of aligned. But I was just really taken back that I felt something in a game that wasn't really coming out of the gate to feel as Yeah
0: it's funny isn't it like I um have such a, a different view on both Peter Parker and Miles Morales and um you know I I just love Miles Morales as a character so much more than Peter Parker and even when Peter Parker was going through the I can we talk about it when Peter Parker Yeah no it was in the trailer. When mm. Peter Parker was going through the symbiote suit mm. stuff and and it was like you know Oh no, the whole personality changed. It did it. It was just, he just sort of went, Oh no, I'm a superhero. <laughs> it was like, oh, Peter, that's <laughs> unlike you. Whereas like, I was so much more, more into Miles Morales's, where's my place in all this? You know, mm-hmm. you know, from the period where he, was, he thought he was being treated like a kid again, even though he was more of an experienced um, Spider Man and dealing with what his mum was dealing with, dealing with his own. Um uh his yeah, no, yeah. Him dealing with his anger and need for revenge was pretty amazing. I thought it was pretty amazing. Yeah, I like yeah, that game is that game is very, very good. And I certainly think it was better in the the best part of that game is the final third. Um I think some of the stuff in the opening third was was a little bit slow. Um, but in terms of story, I think the final third, it really just came together at the end. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good game. <coughs> and uh, I see you've got attempted Alan yeah. Wake written down. So <laughs> mm. did you did you tap well, out?
1: It's I was sold from Mr. Murray's kind of, it's not too scary because I'm the same. I don't play horror games <laughs> and it's not the reason why I tapped out, but I didn't play the first Alan Wake so I was kind of coming into this being like, I hope they really onboard me with um just the story. I did play through all of Control and the DLC, and I loved the presentation. I did the Alan Wake stuff there. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I really appreciated how that looked. So jumping into Alan Wake 2, it really feels so much like, you know, Control with like the big text that kind of fills the whole screen and mm. the pre- presentation is right. fantastic. Yeah. But honestly, the things I'm struggling, and it's going to be so dumb. Like the thing I struggle with is... um the detective side like i'm not i'm not the smartest of gamers so I, my logic is just a bit weird in general matt completed this <laughs> you're fine <laughs> but i got really hung up with just um uh is it oh i've forgotten her name is it uh S- 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 saga. 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 saga um yeah. there's like moments where she's able to like really work out stuff without actually having evidence like it's just what would i do if i was that person <laughs> And I remember asking someone, a colleague of mine, I said, does, is that ever explained? Is she like part psychic or something? Because I really need a lot of this stuff to be, make sense for me to kind of buy into it. And it, it, right. I, the mind place, you know, I, I, I didn't mind it in Sherlock being a mind palace because that's us TV, but the fact that I'm actually living <laughs> it, um, and, uh, shout out to like Shadows of Doubt, which does this whole kind of corkboard thing, but in, in, on the indie game side of things, mm. I, don't mind it but it didn't feel like it was really me piecing together something that I could get wrong it's like there's really one way of solving this and it just felt like here's a bit of evidence put it here here's a bit of evidence and it's just like I'm following you know saga's kind of journey without really um having much of an input on myself like I I would love to know if I could get something wrong and it it's it's quite linear which is fine but that mixed with jump scares uh, scares, like the flashes on the screen and just a genre that i don't really play i really want to get back to it but Mm. it's when it comes to supernatural and the paranormal you know i do wish that there was at least some kind of grounded this is happening because of this and it might get explained later but it's just like is this weird for being weird's sake and is this going to continue being weird and that's I've heard about future bits and be like I wanna see that and I wanna know why it's, you know, the game of the one of the game of the year contenders. But I have a feeling that a lot of people generally just love Remedy. I love Remedy, I like I love Max Payne. Max Payne was one of my favourite uh series out there. Um but I'm just wondering, is it just you know, there's a lot of people who generally just love these their games and, you know, they hit the ball out of the park. Yeah, sure. There's definitely
0: hmm remedy are definitely going down the route of right how weird can we make things and I, I, I had that problem of control at times I was like oh no you've just made this needlessly weird this isn't actually contributing to anything it's just now but then people I'm do into love the room that. and it's upside down hmm. yeah totally. like you, it's like if you it grew up watching
2: the X-Files
4: or the Outer Limits and all that stuff like yeah that, that, that was the yeah. problem but that was the problem I had with Control because I just felt it was too derivative of all of those things. Mm. That That's right. why I didn't really dig it well, as it much. Well, like it sounds like
0: they're starting to find the balance now because this, I feel, there was still a large amount of people that played Control and couldn't mm. see, like could see through that mm. stuff and say, oh no, this is just weird. Like, I don't, oh great, it's weird. Whereas Adam Wake, you hear a lot less of that. Mm. Um, so maybe they've toned it. Did you play Control? um sure yeah
1: look complete it loved it um, Yeah. bug so, yeah so you prefer david did, like it. did
0: sorry I, my that. brain's all over the place. sorry man um uh yeah so i i don't know i i I've, I've got a feeling that i wouldn't i'm not a fan of remedy games and that's you know i i just want them to release a game that sort of interests me beyond Control and Wake and then I can properly judge whether I like their wackiness or not. Because hmm. um, I so, like the idea yeah. of it. I like the idea of them referencing other game and having characters from different games that they've done wandering about and being small bits in this. But uh, yeah, anime doesn't really appeal to me.
4: I'm looking forward to going back to this because I still haven't. Um, right? Because I just feel I'm not going to have time now to do that before game of the year. I don't think. And um, but I'm looking forward to playing it because I. I want to play something that's going to maybe scare me a bit because I quite like that, and because uh, quite recently I f- I finished um, like a Switch game that's called Spirit Hunter: Injury, which is it has a at the beginning when you start it up it says like Do you want this to be like you know normal, not scary or just scary? Like, basically, <laughs> so I stuck that scary not, I like that. Not not expecting much, and yeah, there's a couple of bits in that that really chilled me mm-hmm. actually, because uh, it was very oh, effectively yeah. done. It was uh, it was pretty good. Because what was the? Um, oh, people are going to kill me for not remembering the
2: name. It was on Game Pass. It was the the time loop one in the sort of underground of the
0: Forgotten City. Something oh yeah, I Atl- forgot. Oh god, yeah. No, it was the gold, golden something, golden Atlantis in the city. The, left, the gold, <laughs> it's a golden. They had the coin. Was it a watch? There was that I about watch. In the, the- you think of the, the golden, golden watch, of the golden time, the golden <laughs> no, the golden <laughs> the-, the Atlantis in the city with the keep golden going, keep going. watch. The Golden <laughs> Watch <wall. laughs> I can't I do because I played quite a bit of it actually, um, okay. and then I fell off of it. What was it? Called? It wasn't right, Forgotten, was, it was forgotten City. City. Thank you, Ben. Right, okay. But I just I well, remember was like no golden watch,
2: <laughs> it. you when you loaded it up for the first time and it was yeah, and it was just like look, there's one like side quest that's a bit spooky. Do you want it to not be? Because it doesn't have to be. Mm. Hey, no, thank you. That's, I really appreciate that. That's really good.
4: Uh, well, that, that's exactly what this visual novel did. It was just like, do you want it to be scary or not, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could just switch that off. And I uh, think yeah. that's good.
0: Why did I think it had Gold Watch or Atlantis in it? Why? I, don't know. <laughs> I don't Are know. you thinking of something <laughs> else entirely? I think you might be. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Golden Watch of <laughs> Atlantis. That was uh, great. I tell you what, I was looking through the games that was available on... Um, uh the games that was available on ps plus or whatever do you remember last stop james i do yeah we were the only two people who played that i think in the world that game it was good it was good until the (laughs) The end the the end chapter was a bit weird wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) how did you end up running away from those weird things in the
2: sorry i just looked it up yeah that that one (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being up for that, character. and then being sort of talked out of it by you guys. I think.
0: Yeah, it, it reminded right. me of what. No, it was it was brilliant up until that last chapter. You should definitely play it. There's a yeah, scene yeah. in it where you where. Oh God, what it was! If you don't know what Last Stop is, it was three stories about weird things that happen to characters, and in one of them, like two blokes bump into each other and they swap <laughs> bodies. And oh, right, standard one of them stuff. was a, one one of them was a yeah standard stuff we one of them was a video game developer mm. so they had to turn up not knowing anything about video <laughs> games to like a video game studio just go yep yep how about those <laughs> games like
3: <laughs> yeah, turns out it was, stuff, a chief it was executive, so it was fine <laughs> yeah
0: it was, it was. yeah it's really good um uh, yeah, except for that last chapter that
4: just went off
0: the rails for
4: no reason. Well, it was it was another one of those games, wasn't it? We had which had such a good setup for like most of yeah. the game and just didn't yeah. stick the landing. And that, that at
0: landing all. was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But um, still, okay, um, okay. I want to hear from James next because he's played a game that we all played I was this week. Say. I don't, and That's you've clearly only just put this on there because you played nothing but go on <laughs>
4: that is true yeah I've played virtually nothing this week I mean i played a bit more of um, Super Mario RPG um, which is still fine it's alright um, And but then yeah I played this Space Lines from the Far Out which we played last Which what day was it was it Friday yes uh,
0: Saturday,
4: Friday night yeah. well, I think it was Friday I mean, night what,
0: yeah. what have you got to say about this game
4: I mean, I I preferred it massively to Overcooked. Like I really, really? really oh, I, yeah, I thought this was, I thought this was way more interesting than Overcooked because I've never really gotten with Overcooked. I like the idea of it, but I've always just found it irritating. But what I liked about this was, I mean, the ending <laughs> we got from this irritate. was so perfect. <laughs> like the whole like having to steer the spaceship at the same time mm. that you're trying to like organize all these things that They're are going doing on. so well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think it loads so I much really, on that stream. And yeah. I also really like the inspections as well. So this yeah. was the game do where... Do you want to explain what you do? Okay, so, <laughs> so the, way, thought... the way this game's work is it is a bit like Overcooked in that you are running like a taxi firm in space that is trying to... Tra- Am I saying this right? It's actually? like a boss, right? yeah it's like a yeah it's like a sort of you know like a shuttle or whatever and you're like picking megabus. you pick people up and then you're supposed to take them to a destination but during the journey you have to you know meet their needs you know like you have to feed them make sure they can go to the toilet um give them entertainment all that kind of thing so our first couple of runs didn't go very well like things were not not going great but we did start to get it down like all of us had our own sort of uh you know like what we were supposed to be doing like David was steering I was trying to manage the food but then i I was sick.
0: Sean Um, got bored a few times because I would go and check the navigation and return to my steering wheel and Sean would be on it. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) you're supposed to be the energy guy. Go back. That's the the beauty
2: of it, isn't it? It, It's that sort of overcooked slash Sea of Thieves slash a bunch of other games. Yeah, there's just always like one more thing to do than yeah then you have capacity for and like and like with the yeah so like the energy management you have like a certain amount of electricity you can power different systems with you cannot power everything at once you're always making a sacrifice
4: yeah. and it so worked. i spent most of the time saying like can you please put the oven,
3: back, the on. oven back on
4: <laughs> people are hungry <laughs> and it's fun. like people get on rerouting it <laughs> i mean the, the other thing we learned from this is you don't let matt murray near a phone either no that no, was because- weird yeah. That was super weird yeah. and he
3: just
0: seemed really angry at the game we were, about it. So we were what desperate happened was the
4: fuel I mean We needed petrol, right? Yeah, we were
2: going past yeah. the fuel depot and Matt's job was to answer the phone and then we sort of docked and then he was supposed to use the phone again to get us fueled up and then we just left with no fuel and then we ran out of
0: fuel <laughs> no and fuel. died. Yeah, but <laughs> out of fuel and died, yeah. But the yeah. ending
4: the ending we got can I oh, shouldn't spoil
0: it. But we it got great. an ending. On a run fast. that we thought was going to go on for a long time, and yeah. suddenly it didn't. We didn't power something that we should have powered, yeah. and we ended up. Yeah. <laughs> in it not was kind of perfect. I'm not blaming going. you, Sean. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> Because it at the time, I was thinking, yeah, we don't need it. Mm-hmm. And then we realised that we, we did, did. did. So yeah. I, don't, I just saw James. Sean's face then was like screwing up as if to go. <laughs> but you were on you, the you were steering, steering. steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't see him. Yeah. Fr- right, okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, that, stream, that stream's available. Um, Sean, what what have you got for us this week?
2: So you know how it's like nearly game of the year time. And we've all got it stuff really we want to get finished. Make sure we're all, you know, we know we know what we're. We're nominating what we're talking about, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so, you know, really good time to get into like an old online, uh, game <laughs> that no one really plays anymore. Um, so we, we talked, when we were talking about what to stream, uh, for the Patreon thing this week, we, we floated, uh, Red Dead Online, which is currently on sale on the Xbox. we have already got it. Like, I mean, back in the day, I played it on PS4, um, later got it on PC. Just because I'd got a new graphics card and it was going cheap, so I thought, why not? It'd be nice to look at. Um, and then, yeah, so we we talked about doing a stream of it, which we, we may yet at some point, don't know. Um, but, yeah, I was like, you know what? It's like eight quid. I, I'll, I'll get it on the Xbox. Um, yeah, weirdly got into it. Um, I think it, it benefits now from my memories of the main game being quite limited because i remember back in the day playing the campaign and then they launched reddit online a little bit later and the world the world felt relatively dead right in comparison to the way it was in yeah. the campaign because like, you know in the campaign you would go through towns and there's like oh like loads of stuff going on and people hanging around and going about the business and stuff like a lot of that like that's all really sort of um pulled back um, when you play online for obvious reasons right Uh, technical nightmare i would imagine um and also like but then also back in the day like obviously there was a lot of people playing it and a lot of them were assholes and you would it was a lot of just riding around and then oh i've been shot brilliant um playing it now there's there's ways to mitigate that so basically you can set you you can like flag yourself as not wanting to fight other people um and i th- i think i don't think it makes it impossible for them to shoot you it just makes it very like they, they, they cut they don't like automatically lock onto you right which is kind of essential for the way the gunplay in that game works the like the the sort of like death matches or, or whatever that you can get into versus other players are still miserable i don't think that sort of combat <laughs> yeah, really never works the highlight, yeah they? yeah yeah but the co-op missions are a good fucking time man like really? the fact fe- like Obviously, it can never have, like, I totally understand why it's not as big as GTA Online, right? Because GTA Online, the scope is is so much wider because it's like, you know, yeah, you can have a fucking flying car. You can have an underground base with a massive lorry in it that you drive out and it's got guns on it and and all weird shit. Like, you can do all that in GTA and it's just kind of inherently silly, so why not? Whereas Red Dead is very much restricted by the setting, right? Yeah, but. There is just something amazing about joining a co op mission and you just, you know, you're just uh, playing with, with randoms and you're just riding out together on your horses going to a mission. Yeah, well, you all come together, it's yeah. It's fucking cool, man. And the, like, I mean, it's still beautiful. Like, the fact that this game is five years old is fucking ludicrous. Like, it looks unbelievable still. The only, like, because it's not, um, obviously, GTA 5 has been enhanced for current gen, this hasn't. Um but obviously playing it on the Series X. Has it not? No. Um playing it on the Series X, obviously it has the the 1X enhancements. So it's 4K and it looks incredible. It's 30 frames. Like that's that's the only thing that gives away right. that it's not been right. updated, basically. So that it's 30 frames. But again, because of the feel of the game and, and everything, it's not a it's not a problem. You get used to it really quickly. Um and I'm usually a wanker about 30 frames these days. Um and yeah, it looks absolutely incredible. Not just and... about 30 frames. Also. Oh, the yeah. Just, yeah about all sorts of things. Um, and uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> It's just bit yeah, it's just been a, a really nice time being back in that world as I say, somewhat sparsely populated. I've had, you know, there's been some missions I've been trying to join and it's just like, yeah, there's no one no one else is doing this mate you're just gonna have to leave it um but there's a bit oh, of a story, like, you know, there, there are uh, yeah, maybe story we missions need to do that together
0: maybe you need to do this i think i think we, we do need to stream. do this honestly we really the, should.
2: the so like the way the story goes is you you that like, you meet this guy and he's like look there's a bunch of sheriffs who, who need help right with, with various issues and then so you're kind of doing a bit of a tour of like the sort of southern um region of the map like the red dead one area mostly and you're meeting all these sheriffs and then they send you on a mission again joins you up with random people. And then there's always like a moral choice at the end, which I mean, they're, they're not subtle. It's very much like you can do the obviously evil thing or the relatively good thing. Um, but then that affects which missions you get later on. Cause it's so with me, it was like, okay, you made mostly honorable decisions. So now you, you go on this like quest line instead. Um, yeah. It's really nice. And I, I, you know, it's one of those where I really enjoy buying clothes for my guy.
0: Um, oh, Please. Please get this updated to 60 frames. Would be nice. I'd love, to, I'd love that yeah. if they just touch that. Honestly, up, it, it won't nice, bother you, it? That it's thirty. Um, yeah, well, I think
2: I think it's because it's one of those where the camera hangs back quite far, right? So it's not you know you can right. spin the camera around and it doesn't have that sort of like juddery movement in the same way that a first person
1: game does. Can, can, can um, you still no. hog tie people? Cause yes, when I yes, I was put off heavily by this when I first started, I got kidnapped so <laughs> many times. And it, and it became yeah, so I, such sure. it's such a bad experience. Like I was just like would load in yeah. and I'd just end up being someone's plaything for an hour. And it's like,
2: that's the thing, yeah, isn't what it? What's
1: is
0: like-
1: going on? Kind <laughs> of in GTA. Because, yeah,
2: if you if you're out to grief people, I just
0: imagine looking over, Sean, are you playing? <laughs> just, are you playing Red Dead Online again? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just always being chased it's yeah
2: because if, if you're out to grief people yeah like hog tying someone is is way funnier and more disruptive than just shooting them so yeah that is you know that's generally what people will do but as i say and then i figured out i could flag myself as uh, defensive as they call it instead of offensive um and then that stopped
4: being the thing um so right. Sean, mm-hmm. how how do you end up being hog tied all the
1: time is this like people just, just- are we talking about how- real life or still in the game in, again. in the game yeah no just, yeah. Well, do you remember because yeah, you can literally I've got two different
0: answers
2: for <laughs> well, you well on God. Saturday but so you, you use the lasso like any other weapon right so you, yeah instead of shooting someone you just get the lasso out and just throw it at them and then bang you so yank them off the horse and then
4: it's not like people like say do you want, come, come over here? look and then you're, then you're <laughs> just like it's again it's, <laughs> it was
1: like full one of two again. effective ways uh, of being able to grieve someone was hog tying them or running up to them mm. with a knife because you didn't have to aim and it would animate and you would just get stabbed. Because right. yeah, yeah, yeah. aiming yeah. was. I struggled with aiming on the console, but the hog tie thing mm. was insane. Like, just being dragged around and left on the track and the railway, would, uh, the train would come along mm. and every time to get back up, they'll put you back down and he started to circle around you. It wasn't a good time. <laughs> like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, as far as I can tell, that's not really an issue anymore. As long as you flag yourself as defensive and the world is not that densely populated
3: by other players um i'll so, give it um, a go
2: again but
0: i'm i'll let you know i saw um <laughs> cool i saw a tiktok i don't know what's going on with red dead at the moment but is it i saw a tiktok the other day where uh it had someone starting that game mm. and they were like oh this snow bit how long does this snow bit go on for it's just getting on my nerve. what does this game ever speed up or is it at this slow pace all the way for and then it cuts to like the final cutscene and, and the face was just like just tears running <laughs> <laughs> their like, eyes just like, I was just like what a perfect what a perfect way of describing that game
4: oh, totally. holy shit Red Dead 2 is yeah, incredible I'm always recommended those videos of like you know like people like go around the world and just like notice things you know that, that are <laughs> going on in the world and it's like it's incredible some of the detail in that game yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, oh. yeah it's,
1: so uh, I thought it's, you meant going weird.
2: around to like real life places it, yeah I know no, so no, did
1: I. Right. I, thought, no, look, I I just watched some yeah, travel I, I, yeah. I saw one just before it <laughs> yeah. came on actually funny you mention it mm. um, the details in if you wear a hat and you go into a cutscene you'll see like Arthur take his hat off to speak to someone and hold it versus mm. if you don't have a hat and it's still the same dialogue but the animations are completely different mm. it's like how are we still mm. discovering this it, it's
3: crazy. It
4: like, have like, you yeah, have say, seen like, the one with the dynamite that gets chucked just when before the cutscene starts yeah that's
0: a good one it's a shame though because um, it turns out that the VR gimmicky game was better. Um, <laughs> there was also like you know that feeling you say about um, everyone coming together with the uh, like on their horse mm. to go out on a mission. Mm. The fucking single player game now that yeah. I remember there was one mission where I don't again I'm not going to spoil it even though it's an old game where someone dies mm. in a very horrible way, and you go right. Get on your horse. We're going yeah, there. We you know what I mean. We out. are going yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And when you see like eight of mm. you, and these are all characters you've been chatting to for hours around the camp, so you knew each and every one of them. And you are like, "No, let's fucking go!" Yeah. And you you're all like heading towards this place. Mm. I was just like, I'm just gripping my pad, going, "Yes, this is the greatest <laughs> thing I've <laughs> ever done." Um, yeah. Last gen, unfortunately, is, yeah, Um Right. Is it? Th- have you got anything else? Uh Yeah. We're we gonna do the tear down <laughs> chat so again um
2: you know cannot wait to talk to you about game of the this. year season you know really good time to get into something three years old
0: uh, <laughs> yeah but on. it's just come to ted we're talking about tear
4: down yeah. which is just launched on consoles uh, yeah I, I also tried to play this but it has a fatal flaw that meant that i couldn't play it i know what it is you're an inverter you, aren't you you can't invert the controls <laughs> yeah you're so I was kidding like, me you can't invent invert you can't the no controls. so i was like i'm not playing this I know it's just ridiculous, yeah, no, but I'm not... It's not really, ridiculous. Like, because,
2: you know, as a non-inverter, is that is ridiculous. bullshit. Like, yeah,
3: isn't
0: yeah. It? Like, that's really stupid. But yeah. um, I mean, I don't know what you think, Sean, but J- James, don't worry about it. You're not missing... <laughs> you're not oh, you not, not missing anything. I think I hate it. Really? <laughs> like, Why? Yeah, so... Firstly, I think I thought this was a game that this is not. Mm. I, I was expecting, like, to go into... Like the idea was, like, oh, just smash it up.
3: No, and no, it's no. all
0: like really realistic yeah. and all the structures all work. It, mm. That doesn't happen. Mm. Like, so the first time, like, your first task is to go in and level a building, right? Mm. It's like, go in, smash the building up, try and get it below this level. Like, so you got to smash everything up. So I was like, right, I'm going to take this corner out because then it will all like crumble on this side mm. and it'll look wicked. But it's like Minecraft, isn't it? It's like, oh no, it stays up. There's no structural integrity. Yeah, as long as one, to the as long as one pixel all, is
2: holding it up, it'll.
0: If one yeah. pixel is holding it up, it's holding the whole thing up. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's not what I wanted. I wanted everything to fucking just like disintegrate as <laughs> it's like, and, and for me to tactically take things down and stuff. Mm. I thought that's what teardown was, and and then I and then so then my surprise when even when it was like okay now this one you've got still steal some cars mm-hmm. and i was like okay so i'll get in the car and i'll drive off whee, whee, whee. right you've got 60 oh, seconds no, come
2: on it explains all that don't act like, but, don't yeah,
0: act like the that's text the game's beforehand. fault <laughs> no it's not the game's fault mm. but that is not what i wanted out of a game like this okay. this is just not what i wanted out of a game like this mm. or alternatively I completely misunderstood what this game is about. Like, I genuinely thought this was a destruction game. Like, the whole idea was to destroy things and, like, like a blast corpse or, you know, um, I, I genuinely thought this was burnout crash. Right. Just the whole idea was, let's destroy things. And it is not that at all, is it?
2: No, it's all. It's more no, of a heist game than anything. It is a heist so game, yeah. And then when I read
0: the text, yeah. the explan- explanation text, mm. text on it describes itself as a heist game. Yeah. It does not say <laughs> this is. A, I just guess some of the early marketing was look how destructible everything is. I mean, and the I name as well that was the basis of the doesn't game help does it? Yeah, that doesn't help. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But yeah, so basically, the the gist is. I mean, different levels vary, but yeah, usually there'll be a number of objectives, and as soon as you take or move like one of them that yeah this like 60 second timer starts so you basically got to prep as much as you can so that you can then do it in 60 seconds from start to finish so you again you know you're making holes in walls or you're propping things up so you can like run up to a you know first story window or whatever um or like putting other vehicles in place so you can like take something to one objective and then there's a car waiting for you to drive to the next one and then you do that and the, i think it's fucking great but then I didn't go in. I guess if I was expecting it to be something else, I might be but, but the stuff
0: the stuff that you talk about, the, what I found mm-hmm. is that when you've got to do things in 60 seconds, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so two of these things are on, one's on a boat and one's on a truck. Mm-hmm. So I'll just drive the truck next to the final bit. like, yeah. And then I'll drive the boat near to the final mm-hmm. bit. And then I'll steal this thing and then go onto the boat, steal that thing and then do that. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, I don't feel like I've had a clever. I don't think I've used any of the <laughs> the, the destruction elements of the yeah. thing. I just, and I don't think what I did was very clever, mm-hmm. but it got the job done. And I was like, okay, well, next mission. And I mean, also, they get harder
2: as well. Sure,
0: now, that's still sure, quite I'm, early I'm, on, I'm yeah. sure I do. Yeah, but but like um, and there was also this weird thing that was like I didn't know I was supposed to be a bad guy in this. Like, I, yeah, I didn't it, know it's that. Very to much be fair. like
2: like everything you're
0: doing is yeah. fully illegal. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so the idea is is that you start off in your little like house and then you get emails from clients that say we want you to do this and uh, but and I thought it was like okay we're we need this taken down so we can build our new m- mall. So please, we bought the site now. You can come and uh, destroy this building any way you want. And, uh, and, you know, then we'll build what we want to build. But it's not. It's like, I fucking hate this guy and I hate his cars. So can you go <laughs> and just drive him into the ocean, please? And you're like, so you're breaking into this guy's house and driving his cars into the ocean. It's Sounds really great. weird, isn't
2: it? It's, I, James, I think um, you'd like this because there's a bit of Hitman to it as well. Just really. in terms of that, like learning the map and figuring out, yeah, just the sort of yeah, it's like like a puzzle box
4: in a way. See, um, sadly, my broken brain won't allow me to play it <laughs>
0: <laughs> I. don't know. I I I don't see the Hitman thing at all. No? I'd re. I just. I am not having a good time of it. In fact, no, well, I, Shane, I, think I, I genuinely done. thought you'd you like this. So. yeah i kind of hate it (laughs) i think i think because i went into it expecting things to be so destructible and there's so much in the way of that there's so much working against it being a destructible game you know like the the second map you go in there's just loads of block work Mm. and and, oh you could that won't work with you your hammer Mm. so and you're like okay well why that's not fun and then and then um I was thinking maybe I'm just playing the wrong game mode. Let's mm. ignore the campaign and there's one that's like, you know, in this mode you've got to destruct as much of the map as possible. And I was like, boom, mm. let's do this. Launched it and it was like on a sixty second timer. <laughs> it's <was a> sixty <laughs> seconds to destroy. That's rubbish. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. This I'm. Yeah, I think I'm done with this already. Oh, no, that's what i I thought you were on my side. No, I love it. But it turns out you're not. Okay. Awkward. All right. Teardown. <laughs> that was available on PS Plus. This is the thing, because, mm. you know, I've got this portal thing now, and genuinely, it's just perfect for playing games that I want to play just while the kids are doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking Teardown was going to be my game. I completed Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 campaigns. Dreadful. It's absolutely <laughs> dreadful. Like, it's so bad. Like, if you're a fan of that series and the campaigns in that game, I hope you like you, uh, it, the, the, the ending and the way it ends. I hope you're <laughs> angry about that ending, as if to say, oh, you, this was supposed to be important, but because it was in such a terrible campaign, it just feels like shit. Um, how, however, how, I've not played the online yet, and I'm, I actually really want to play the online. Do you reckon they're going to bin this at some point, like the campaigns? um I think they're going to have to put more of an effort into the campaigns because I think a lot of their marketing relies on the campaigns.
4: Mm. And actually, why not the game? Fuck it, it's massive. Yeah, but that's why the thing. Put yeah, but more the... money
0: into the bloody campaigns.
4: Yeah, but what's massive is like Warzone and the multiplayer and stuff like that. Whereas sure. it seems there's diminishing Absolutely. returns with the. But the you're telling me
0: there is no honestly bringing out a campaign helps the marketing initially. Right, if the campaign's decent, that's the thing that you you see all the reviews. The reviews come out really early on because they were mainly focusing on the campaign and the the, the scores you were seeing, like the three, fours and threes and stuff, that was mainly because of the campaign. If you're going to put a campaign in it, which I think you should, right, because it's that big of a game, like you've got the budget to do that. Put some effort into it. Don't make it a multiplayer map with bots. Like that is that was madness. Make the story somewhat interesting. Get rid of the character with the skull mask because it's embarrassing every time they show up in a (laughs) cutscene. Like, it genuinely looks like a sort of character creation thing that you've done to take the piss. It's uh, a weird way of doing things for one of the biggest games out there. Like, it's just bizarre to me. It's so Um, strange,
2: like, remembering. So, like, you know, played a bit of last year's and there's... horrific shit in that campaign um yeah just really sort of weirdly unaware um of like the things it's making you do and you forget that like original modern warfare was like trying to actually be smart and make you think about some of the shit you're doing and it was Mm. a commentary on actual war and the way you just like oh I'm in this aeroplane and I'm shooting these little guys. It's kind of like a game, isn't it? Ha 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 ha! Like,
0: and that's that desensitisation. Like it was making right. a point about that, um, right? But I don't, I don't necessarily think that it needs to keep making that point. Like, I no. think, but 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 I then, but then that section the is basically repeated, saying, but without that awareness now. Do you know what I mean? Uh, totally. T- yeah, it, and it does it in this mm. game as well. But but, um, I, yeah, I don't think you need to make the point that war is bad with every mm. war. Based game that you're bringing Mm. out, and Call of Duty is so move like so like it's really moving away from war itself and becoming an action Mm. game of a rag team of you know Mm. it's not really about that. But I think you should be saying something. Like this says nothing. Like there's nothing Mm. there. There's but that
3: it's saying nothing about war. It's saying
0: nothing about um anything really. It's just a mess. Like it's just just dull. It's weird. Mm. Um and for a game that sells makes so much money, you just kinda of think, well, do something, mm. you know? Um uh so anyway, what I was saying was that I finished that. I thought teardown was gonna be my game, that's why I bought the PS Plus thing. Um and it turns out that maybe it's not because I was looking at the games on offer and uh I downloaded Judgment. Because mm. I thought, do you know what? We've been talking about Yakuza recently. James has said several times that Judgment Night might not be a bad way to go because yeah, I'd, I'd a, agree there's not that. 50 mm. of these games mm. and it's a new story and new characters not on relying easy. on stuff.
4: Put it on easy.
0: I've put it on easy. I've put it on easy. You know what I'm like with the the, the combat. The combat, I it would have to do a lot to turn it into <laughs> a fun game to play from the Yakuza, the time I was playing with Yakuza. However... Um, I'm quite looking forward to like if I love this, I've got two very long games to play over Christmas. Yeah, this yeah, could yeah. possibly be my Christmas mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So, do you, do you judgment's a thumbs up then, James. Is it?
4: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I really, I mean, I liked it a lot, but um, I, I still haven't played the sequel yet. Like I've, I've owned it since it came out, but I just never I got round to it. Cause... Well,
0: both of these games are on the PS premium thing so um yeah i will be i will be playing them Mm -hmm. i will be playing them that's it it. the
4: the main thing i would say to to you with the with the whole of that (laughs) is don't feel that you have to do everything or whatever just do whatever you feel what you're enjoying in the game because they are ridiculous like the amount of stuff that there is to do okay
0: i'll see i'll see i'll have a full judgment in a couple of weeks Do you reckon I'm the first one to make that joke? I reckon I might be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Forever. (laughs) Should we get some questions? Because that's what we've been playing this week and we've been running for quite a long time. Um,
2: Tristate? Tristate? I'm going to go with Tristate. Dear TCGS, have you ever found yourself doing something extremely stupid during a gaming session while in a daze? The other night I was playing Spider-Man Miles Morales on my PS portal getting ready for Spider-Man 2. After saving, I quit to the main menu and in my tired and sleepy state deleted my save file, wiping 60% progress of the game for good. I really hope you find people can confirm that I'm not the only one who's done something stupid while not really realising what was happening at the time. Love the show and thanks for
4: the time and effort you put in. Can he not, if he's got PlayStation Plus, does oh, he not just get that yeah, back could you not? from the cloud?
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah from the cloud. Because I've done that before. Have you? <laughs> Have you? No, no, I not that specifically, but I've had it with... I think it was a game I was streaming, actually, where the game crashed. It was one of those Dark Pictures mm. games. Mm. And the game crashed, and it corrupted the save game. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not starting this back from beginning again. And, yeah, I just downloaded the earlier one, mm. and it was fine. So that might be possible. I, um, yeah, I remember finding out.
2: Can I spoil Near Automata now?
0: <laughs> yeah. There's...
2: Um, does- <laughs> warning basically there's an ending um that will delete your save file and that's part of and it's really smart like it makes a a really nice and interesting point with it it's really beautifully done until you realize that you can just re-download your save from playstation plus and
0: (laughs) yeah but that's fine that's cool i like that that's uh, fine i'd rather that than not being able to do it to go Mm. yeah you have made a good point so there's my safe <laughs> file gone. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just don't delete my safe file. Like, <laughs> the, um, I see. I, I appreciate the ones. It, but,
3: uh, yeah,
0: the ones that stick out to me was there was one where I was so on edge walking through one of the castles in Elden Ring. I ran up, like I was running everywhere, right? Because i was so scared of everything around me because um, like, I was way under level for that area and then I found one enemy and just went straight up and went what? and as I was diving in with my axe or whatever I had they went hello I went <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no
2: oh man
0: what have I done so I,
2: yeah because I accidentally killed uh, the big pot fellow oh and then went and then went and looked it up and it was like yeah he's pretty much like the only actual good guy in the game <laughs> cool <laughs> thanks um i mean I've, i don't think i've ever deleted a save or anything like that i've definitely fallen asleep um famously friends of the show chris and cammy will tell you i once fell asleep mid boss fight on sea of thieves um i remember like playing like quite a bit of destiny 2 when isaac was a baby and just waking up and i was just like shooting a wall or whatever and just like, oh
4: christ um Driving not, games. Not selling are... Sea of Thieves there, Sean. <laughs> What's <sorry? laughs> that? Not selling Sea of Thieves there. You know. No, I was tired. Um, <laughs> this is when
2: this is like peak COVID, and we were playing till like two in the morning on on the rag. play yeah. um, yeah, playing driving games is terrifying when you're really sleepy because you realise how fucking dangerous it is to drive when you're really tired oh, yeah. because you will crash into things and it's and you just get that split second of like, oh fuck, bang, and it's
0: yeah, horrible. Anyone else? Cool. Um, I I think the only other thing that I can really level to this and it's a story that I've mentioned about a million times the not really like getting to the last enemy on Fallout 3 and not realising you can line up more than one shot on that (laughs) like honestly that was a real one of those moments where I got to the last enemy and accidentally selected two parts of the body (laughs) and it went and I went whoa hold on and it was (laughs) in slow motion and I just went
3: oh my god what have
0: i been doing literally going into that selecting one thing shooting going back into that selecting one thing shooting i was like why i have wasted so much of my life on this do you remember because I, noticed- I probably just went yeah through the tutorial
2: uh speaking ill of matt Idiot. while he's not here um, what was the <laughs> yeah. I forget what it was called the Zelda Rhythm 1 that was by the Crypt of the dancer people what was it called oh, Cadence of uh, that's the one yeah. Cadence, Cadence of, Hyrule. of Hyrule. didn't he yeah. like finish that without realising there was like a He could like buy items and stuff to improve his character
0: <laughs> yeah he could he didn't realise he could update mm-hmm. upload, yeah yeah. Um, it, yeah so he, was, he was accidentally, accidentally one
2: it um, so yeah well done uh, level <laughs> <laughs> up yeah that was funny yeah uh, M D uh, you got an oh, to this one? I just
1: think I can't. I don't have any great ones, but I have a I have a sleepy one. It happened a few weeks ago. I was playing through Oxen 3 too. I uh, was really really mm. pumped to play through this because I enjoyed the first one. Um, and without spoilers, towards the end, there's just like a series of conversations that have that lead up to the final decision. And I just remembered falling asleep. Like, a thing that you do in your in your 30s. Just fall asleep whilst you're gaming. <laughs> and then there must have been maybe 10 minutes of solid conversation leading up to what you should decide on doing. And I must have awoken and something had been chosen. I was like, what have I done? And the way that the game saves itself is you can't, lo- like, load back. I, I know we can save in the cloud, but mm. I think that auto saves mm. at, like, 2 a.m. every day. So I don't want to play through the whole last half again. But, um, yes, yeah, it's just a sleepy one. The best I can do is, is a missing a complete ending of pro- potentially one of the a great game with choice and dialogue <laughs> yeah. and emotions. I was like, what have I. And I just, yeah, it's, tired. it's a tired boy. Blimey. I think I remember falling asleep <laughs> at the
4: end of Death Stranding. Because really? it cause it goes on and it really goes on, but I remember sort of you know, like kind of like waking up and it's like a Hideo Kojima game, but it's like that that doesn't help because that comes the up start like, start every end. couple of years. <laughs> yeah. That's another
0: game that I downloaded to try and play on my portal. Or if uh, if I get yeah if mm. I get if I'm not don't quite get into Judgment, that's yeah. like the next one that I've. But I've yeah I've never been a fan of. I should I should Hideo try that Jima's again games.
2: because I. I played, like, up to the end of, like, the tutorials, which, again, is, like, three hours or whatever. And, I, would, I, like, it was, I like, it was... Like, it was, like, such a profoundly negative experience, but in an intentional way, right? It was just the, the yeah. atmosphere of it just really fucking got to me. Um, mm. Which, again, is not a it criticism. Great. It just, I don't know. Yeah, wow. All right.
4: You're right, James. Yeah, no, it's great. It's okay. really enjoyable. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Death Stranding. I yeah. thought it was good.
2: MD Kraboff says how do you top your showbiz pal name checking you in his retro gamer column
0: did he do that yeah he did when he did
2: um, the uh, thumb candy stream
0: yeah, but I'm wondering if there was a new was one who's name checked us. <laughs> I don't know. I need to go to WH Smith's again to, uh, <laughs> to see if his name us. Or, or John Menzies.
4: <laughs> <Pick up.
0: laughs> yeah, I remember the one that he did um he did he's name checked us a few times. When we were on Joypod, he name checked us by saying, I've Joypod's too long, I've told him it's too long. <laughs> I <was> like, okay. <laughs> Uh, but he said yeah he did, uh, said nice things about us in uh, retro game no it's amazing that's mm. always like really cool mm. i was in wh smith's um not too long ago and i was like harry come over and look at these gaming mags man i used to get gaming mags all the time and he picked up retro gamer mm. and because i think it had a picture of mario on the cover and um and i was like i'll oh, check this out but and i opened it up to ian's column mm. and i went have a look at that. And he was like, what? What? And I went, Well, look at the top. And he went, Who is Ian Lee? The- Ian Lee. I was like, Yeah, yeah, it's Ian. <laughs> it's He's written a look. You, you've met him and everything. And he was like, Oh my god. And I was like, I need to dig out that copy. I've still got that copy here somewhere <laughs> of um when he he wrote about us. Uh, how do you beat it? Um, if Jeff Keeley does an interview in Edge and goes, Do you know what? I follow that David Turner's yeah, guy. And great tweets. Honestly, what a what I, I mean, I now I know that Millwall aren't having a great Sweet. season, um, and that's what I joined Twitter mm. for. So, also good content mm. that probably beats it, doesn't
2: it? Times Square, definitely we get our faces on Times Square. I think that was it's a goal, isn't it?
0: <laughs> well, there's that thing about Matt. Have you, do you know about Matt? Whenever we've got our photos somewhere, mm. Matt seems to have his face covered like uh, <laughs> like Mike from Monsters Inc. <laughs> Do you remember? Because no. we were in the Retro Gamer, I think it was Retro Gamer as well, mm. where they took a photo of, and it's me and big boy Barry, mm. who, you know, I'm not so sure about it anymore. <laughs> um, and, and Matt was like, Matt's ear was in it. And he was like, if it was just slightly zoomed <laughs> out, I would be in Retro Gamer, but instead Cropped. it's just you. <laughs>
3: Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. The next question comes from Lou Sasol. <laughs> i <laughs> yeah. oh, respect that uh just a little nudge here chaps but a while ago john denton spoke about what a fantastic time he was having with remnant 2 yet none of you seem to have touched it obviously you get people <laughs> suggesting you play games all the time but surely more weight should be added to one of your guests love you all anyway and keep up the good work so i have played a bit of this not um, no, john and have yeah because yeah. uh, we uh, bought it off the back of john's recommendation and it's one of those and the, this this will sound oh, idiotic. I, no, 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 no. It's, it's positive. But it's... Is it? But it, it's positive, but frustrating. In that we we managed, right. like, so Chris and I played, like, one session on it, and we're like, this is fucking great. But I didn't feel like I'd played enough to add to what John had already said about it.
0: Right, and then right, right. haven't sure.
2: had time to go back to it since, basically. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 100%, like, agree with everything John said. It is, it's fascinating. And it's a really interesting and weird setting in the like so having not played the first one like going into it you're like oh right it's like you know there's this plague on earth there's these monsters coming out of plants and everything's kind of fucked and then you find out really on early, early on it's like no th- this happened because we we mastered like interstellar travel like we could teleport to other planets and as soon as we did it just let this plague into earth straight away <laughs> So it's kind of like simultaneously incredibly high and low tech at the same time, with like no gap in between. It's really weird and fascinating setting. Um, so yeah, it's it's really good. Um, just haven't had time to put into it to
0: justify like really talking about it further. Really, um, I'm looking for games that were released in July 2023 mm. this year. This year, mm-hmm. oh. um, because there was definitely I was definitely playing something else at the time. Mm. And by the time that I was free to play Remnant 2, my mates had already, like, leveled yeah, up and there was yeah, no yeah. way I was going to play the game with them. Yeah. So that's what happened to mm-hmm. me. And then by then I was like, oh, Exo Primal come out. Mm-hmm. But then we were all playing that.
2: Exo Primal's Viewfinder fucking good, man. I was playing.
0: Really good. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, yeah, but n- no excuses, really. I-, I think it's one of those ones that I needed my friends to play alongside yeah. me yeah, but they 100%. were already yeah, playing yeah. it when I wasn't. So I missed out yeah. on it somewhat, you know. Okay, should we get to the last question now, Sean? Last Maria Mendieta says,
2: Dear TCGS Coronation Street residents, apart from DJ Atomica reminding you that speed is everything, a standout feature in Burnout Paradise is the way that the game candidly snaps a picture of your face and slaps it onto your license. This never failed oh to God, make I me juggle viral. I wonder how else yeah. images of players could be used. If you had to incorporate photographs of each other into a horror game, where would you have them
0: appear? Keep up the tremendous work, <laughs> Sincere,
3: Maria.
0: Um, uh, James's face on the dogs that jump through the window at the start of Resident <laughs> Evil because it make it less scary, wouldn't it? What if it? it was just James <laughs> going.
3: Because I mean, the obvious one. Because again,
0: because
2: the other thing Burnout did was that like whenever you cra- if you crashed into someone else, you got the snapshot of their face like as you hit. Yes. The line. Mm. which was really funny. Yeah, so yeah. I guess
0: the- yeah, but people used to just get their willies out. That was the problem. Yeah. Never, the moment you crashed. That, I, uh, what are you talking about? How did you classy, not see classy that? Classy
2: friends, mate. No, uh, they were my
0: friends. My friends would <laughs> never. I'd never be friends with people that would get their cock out playing pad. It It's just random people. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you ever play Uno? No, but I've heard. It was honestly. Stories. It was just. It, it was, was just ridiculous. a chat room for wankers. Yeah. It was unbelievable. All I wanted to do was play a bit of Uno, and I saw so many dicks. It was basically <laughs> chat roulette. <laughs> It was it was, <laughs> it was, it was a chat roulette, um, uh, but yeah, no, that was it. You 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 crash into someone in, in burnout paradise, and the thing would come up, just a <laughs> cock. It was just a penis <laughs> on the thing. And you go, okay, why have we got why have we done this?
2: I remember one time uh, I was playing Carcasson um, with a friend. So uh, it's obviously early sort of Xbox Live Arcade days, and um. And he (laughs) literally, he joined the game and neither of us realised that his camera was going to just turn on. And he was like, and it turned on and he was sat on his bed just in his pants. But like looking (laughs) down at his phone and then I was like, oh no. (laughs) And then he like looked up and they was like, well they <laughs> like darted off to one side as you
0: realised what was happening. That was great. I, yeah. I, I was um I was listening to uh there's a really good like honestly I re- I can't recommend this podcast enough in if you're into football. Like it it's called My New Football Club and it's about how David L moved to like um to uh uh, Exeter and now he has to support Exeter, so he's yeah, and it's just really. I, thought, I didn't
2: think, I thought it didn't work like that. I thought it was your team's your team, and that's that. you,
0: that's exactly what it is. But okay. it, his, his argument was that he wanted to go and watch regular football every Saturday, but he doesn't live Fair anywhere enough. near Man United where he where the team that he supports. That yeah, is, anyway, it's just really funny because it's just brilliant. Just listen to that podcast, it's great. But they did a phone in last night. In which they put like um uh like a Zoom chat link up on the internet and they just let And you know, obviously lots of people were going in there and just showing their their penises, right? That was mm. it. And they were going, Oh, so what do you think about the the Exeter game? Like, oh no, no you don't see anything, you just hear it. But one of them was like they they joined the chat, they didn't mm. say anything, mm. they just posted a picture of them, you know, with their you know, um, enjoying yeah, themselves, crowds, a bit of short time, yeah. and posted it in the little chat room, and they all went, well, what? and then logged off. And I just thought, <laughs> where have you got to be? Like, what's going on <laughs> where you've gone? I'm going to go into this chat room where they talk about football, like on this mm. football podcast, and send them a picture of me, you know, pl- playing with myself. Like, what's going yeah, 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 I've because done that it's, now. I, it's c- not I can like log off.
2: if you were into that sort of thing, that's not, you're not Stop going. Them. Oh well, I would better listen right. to this football podcast in case this turns out to be an <laughs> right, avenue exactly. for
0: my first football exactly.
4: club. Exactly. Is it yes.
3: <laughs> and Just, and
0: just going. Do you know what? I, oh God, do we need any bread? Because I might <laughs> go. I might pop that. Do you know what I mean? And just yeah. getting on with your life. It's yeah, just. Yeah. I can't wrap my head around what. What? So, how that happens? Yeah, but there you go. So, what was this, Mer- 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 Mendieta. Um <coughs> Sorry, it oh, Because I was going to
2: say, so the obvious equivalent is like a horror game where yeah, it takes a picture of your face when you get got by a monster or, or whatever, and it's just you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: I mean, this this is this has happened to your face loads of times, Dave, isn't not it? Because they do this with you know the Thomas Tank Engine. He's in everything now. <laughs> you know these horror wow. games. I'm not Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh no, it's the other one. Sorry, I am one yeah. of
0: the yeah the troublesome trucks. That's the one. Yeah, You've yeah. seen it. Uh, sorry, yeah, Sean. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got the book. Troublesome um, troublesome. No, you know what bit? Could you imagine if you were playing a game like with a helmet, like Dead Space or whatever, and then mm. you saw the reflection? in the visor and it was a picture of your friend instead of like the character whatever could you imagine that like you shot a rocket and it'd be matt you see a reflection of matt murray's face and you go this is scary and also i'm matt
1: i would i would probably suggest you know like when you beat a boss in, in a dark souls like game Imagine having like a photo taken every time you have beaten someone, but it's never going to be a mixture between people. like <laughs> yes. cheering or dabbing, but you know, already like the PlayStation already <laughs> captures audio when you get a, a trophy. So imagine that mm, with yeah, they a do, photo yeah. of just someone elated and or being inappropriate when they beat a boss. Um. <laughs> I think
2: loads of mine would just be me,
1: me, me going like, <laughs>
0: fuck. Yeah, but <laughs> we all think that, but that's <sighs> not what it's going to be, isn't it? It's it, it would be us just looking gormless. Like, yeah. no one actually like expresses anything in their face when they do something like that. It. It's like um, the amount of times, like, I love the image of someone posting that laughing emoji when really, when you're looking at the face, they're just like looking at the phone. No reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lol. Yeah. I'm laughing out loud. They're, they're not laughing out loud. They're never laughing out loud.
4: You know, it's, it's, it's know, that thing. Occasionally, I'm laughing out loud. At, yeah, at the, only videos. when I
0: send you the little video of a woman spinning around underneath <laughs> the helicopter. The...
2: Because, I mean, because oh, New used to ask, again? I mean, she doesn't bother anymore because she knows what the answer is going to be. But she, yeah, she used to be like, oh, what's what are you laughing at on your phone? And I'd be like, It's fucking six layers deep in references and nerd shit. It's not. There's no point in me explaining.
0: Yeah, Joe never asks. She just tells me (laughs) to shut up. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Um, That's it. That's That's it. it, Is it? Well, let's go. Let's get to socials. Um, Sean, no, James does the socials, doesn't he? Does. Let's go.
4: Okay, so uh, coming up on TCGS, we've got no stream on Thursday this week, but I'm streaming some PSVR 2 on Friday with the Dark Pictures uh, Switchback VR. Um, if you cool. do have Amazon Prime, uh, then you could subscribe to us on Twitch. We would really appreciate the support. When you said and with the Dark pictures, they were
0: like a comedy <laughs> troupe that you you've got involved.
4: <laughs> Me and the
0: Dark Pictures are going to be... Uh... <laughs>
4: God, sorry. Uh, we also have a Patreon no. at patreon.com slash TCGS okay. And for everything else Including t-shirts and other merchandise and stuff Which will be ideal for Christmas uh, You can visit our website at tcgs.co So thank you <laughs> <laughs> We will catch you
0: next week one. Sean <laughs> the Bode. Oh, thank sorry, you so much for joining <laughs> us. Um, uh, God, I cannot believe it's been a year. We will see you in another year's time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not a day soon. No,
0: no, it's great. It's great having you back on again, man. Thank you so much for uh, for being here. Do you want to send anyone anywhere? Have you got a plug to to make? Or uh, I'm
1: just Sean LeBode on all formats. So yeah, you'll find me. You'll find me somewhere. But um, yeah, thank you. <laughs>
0: Find <laughs> Sean Labode on the internet, and we will catch you next week for some more video game chit chat, which will be our last one before the draft. Yep. Thanks for living it. Goodbye, everyone. See you. Yep, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
3: getting shouted at by the dog.